stay in Arizona. I want my new contract. But I like you. Yes, I like you, Jerry. My wife likes you. You're good to my wife. I will stay with you. That's, that's great, I'm very happy. Are you listening? Yes. That's what I'm going to do for you. God bless you, Jerry. But this is what you're going to do for me. You listen? Jerry? Yeah, what, what, what can I do for you, Rod? You just tell me what can I do for you. It's a very personal, very important thing. Hell, it's a family model. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Wow. want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. Show you the money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Just get louder. Show me the money. That's it, brother. But you got to yell that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. 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 Oh, that spike. I don't want to re-record all two minutes of that. <laughs> you don't need to. Oh, welcome, 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 welcome. How do you top that? To uh the it, podcast that are your ambassadors of Quan this week. Quan. We are best film ever. My name's Ian. I'm Liam. And I'm Ethan. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia is uh, scouting collegiate athletes out west. <laughs> she is. She's at Christmas party. She is. <laughs> so here we are. Liam's mic only just stopped being red. That's impressive. Yeah, it was spiked for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we spent all the time setting it before we started. <laughs> Just show me the money. Had I button, there was a nice red mute button I had for most of it. It probably still would have spiked yours, actually. Probably. So we'll see how loud that came out, folks. Uh, we are here uh, for episode 99. Show you the money. It's Jerry Maguire. 99. Will 99. We, will we reach 100? Well, it depends how many more times you yell on that microphone. <laughs> okay. Uh, if we had a red, I'm out of here. If we had a red, bal- if we had a red balloon for every episode we have right I was, now, we'd I have, was about to say we'd that have 99 red balloons. 99 luft balloons. Luft balloons. If we were in Germany, yeah. Which happens to take us to our trip around the world. Let's have a go Ooh. there. We charted Germany. One of them. Let's have a listen to uh, America. America. To here at home in Great Britain, in Canada, Canada, in Australia, G'day. in Sweden, Brazil, Denmark, the Netherlands, New Zealand, mm-hmm. Portugal, the Philippines, Ukraine, Malaysia, Nigeria. We were number fifty in Pakistan. Number forty in wow. Saudi Arabia. Number forty in Switzerland. Number twenty-eight in kenya number 23 in ireland Ooh. top of the morning uh, absolutely <laughs> number 12 in south korea and Ooh. number four thanks for leaving the light on sierra, sierra leone, leone. so no germany so no luft balloons oh, this week still maybe by time. bridgerton and um sierra leone yeah 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Whenever I keep looking at it, yeah. So there we go. Lots of stuff to promo. We've had a busy week here in the pod. Yeah. Last week we did Ocean's Eleven, done very, very well. How one of our top ten best first weeks. So oh, glad wow. about that one. Our, our episode on who do you think you are, which we did the double episode ending, uh, Rose, not Rose, ending uh, Donna. Do- Donna Noble's run. Yeah. The Stolen Earth and Journeys End. Yes, uh, oh, that's come out. It's doing very, very, very well. Uh, we did our, our real roundtable, almost a Royal Rumble. Um, best <laughs> War Films. We've Let's recorded today uh, Hawkeye Episode th- two, 2 and, and Episode three. 3. And by yeah. the time you hear this, we'll have watched and recorded Episode 4? No, yeah, yeah, I think we, that'd be. Oh no, I mean, next Wednesday, week. Yeah. So next week we'll release episode yeah. four. Looking forward to that. We released a see it or skip it on Ghostbusters Afterlife. Indeed, indeed, yep. Lot going on here at the BFE. So, so much. So much. Honestly, I don't because uh, I'm not busy enough. I'm going to be on Second Watch's <laughs> plot summary Mad Libs episode on Home Alone. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. That's a lot of words. You it is. Like, you don't like Home Alone, do you? I, no, I don't. I'm, I'm kind of ambivalent. <laughs> I don't dislike yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. really care for it. Yeah, yeah. If it's on, all right, it's there. I've yeah, accepted yeah. it's part of the Christmas culture. Yeah. But if anyone's like, name your Christmas classics, I will wince if someone says Home Alone. I'm like, okay, why not say Elf? For me, that's what, that's what Home Alone is. Home Alone uh, is uh, Elf for the earlier generation. Oh. Yeah, I don't like Elf. Yeah. Uh, that's about Home Alone. Yeah. I think it's low hanging fruit. Yeah. 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 Uh. Um, so there we go. Uh, <laughs> we had our best week ever. Wow. Woo! We rocked in a lot of downloads. <laughs> Show me the downloads. Show me the downloads. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's encouraging. It's encouraging to see that. It's like uh, how I held off a little bit there. I a little, go, that's I, good. I, I didn't go too crazy. No, it's good. It's no. good. It shows growth. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Maybe I should go across the room and shout it. <laughs> I do have neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the neighbors. I don't think they, I don't think they really, if they come knocking the door, go, no, no, I, I didn't do it in the mic. I don't think they'll really care. <laughs> I think um, you're right. Uh, what else? Oh, I mean, you've got one week. If you're out there, you've got one week's notice before we do the BFE Christmas mailbag. Get your letters to Santa. Yeah. Uh, in this the case, Santa Ethan. Me, yeah. Ethan, oh, delivered oh, oh. by our Christmas elf, Russell the Posty. Russell the Posty. <laughs> there we go. He's a friend of Santa's. And yes. uh, get the well, questions. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of good questions. Oh, there really is. Uh, if they don't get read out, that's on Ethan. Uh, so here we go. I will Maybe die. I'll be shot if if I don't. So I'm going to. And also on Saturday, I'm recording with our uh, panel of carefully assembled experts our Christmas quiz. Ooh. Yes, uh, our nightmare before Christmas will be Ooh. recorded Ooh. on Saturday the 11th, probably for a release. Therefore, on Friday the 17th. Numbers. Yes, my last day of school. Wow. Yeah, before the break, be good. Uh, also. We're going to be in London on the 20th. At least some of us are. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Come, uh, come see us. Come see us if you're so inclined, if yeah. you're in the region. Uh, we'll have it up on the Twitter where we are. Yeah. Yeah, we'll That's do that. Exciting. We'll do a couple of things there. So that should be fun. Uh, so let's do some uh, reflections and correction, shall we? There's a mistake. I think I made. This one is the first one. Is on me. Oh, I always dread this, man. I said I'd walked onto a Steven Soderbergh movie set. It was a David Cronenberg's movie ah. set. The movie was Cosmopolis. Everything else was was true. I just had the director wrong. So the reason for telling the story was just the one thing I got wrong. <laughs> Still a good story. I well, think. it is. Uh, we got another one here for Liam. Oh, wow. There's a mistake. I think I made. Uh, Sean McGuire was not in Three Hundred. Oh. Was he not? He was in Meet the Spartans. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> the parody. <laughs> was he? Yeah, that, 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 that was a parody of, of a 300, yeah. No. Nah. Meet, meet, meet the Spartans wasn't a serious take. You get that, right? 
<laughs> no, I might get. No, are you sure he went in three hundred? I'm sure. Uh, I do okay. trust. This came from Danny from It's a Musical Podcast, oh, so incredible. I do trust him on that one. Um, I was pretty sure he was in that because he was like. No, he says he was in the parody Meet the Spartans, including his painted on abs. It was not good. I much preferred him in Once Upon a Time. Sorry, Liam. Uh, but sad, he completely agreed right. with your decision. Oh, our decision to save uh, our discussion on Schindler's List for a full ep of BFE. It's a once in a lifetime movie we all have to watch, but he'd rather hear the thoughts uh, in a full episode rather than a brief summary. Mm-hmm. But did praise you for, oh, was it you? No, probably Ethan, actually. Grave of the Fireflies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for making the BFE list. Uh, he was the only one who voted in the audience poll, so the, the, the pu- hey. says powerful. But it does say, Liam, he's never seen Pearl Harbor, but you've sold it to him. He's going to give it a watch. Ah, good luck. I want to know, Danny, when you're done, <laughs> get a hold of me, because I'm convinced it's going to be, it will be at best a thumbs in the middle movie for I you. love how he we went from like, oh, Grave of Fireflies is a fantastic movie. Pearl Harbor is great, too, because those are two very different well, movies. Well, he's not seen Pearl Harbor. He's just going to give it a watch. Oh, oh. You should yeah. give it a watch. Like, two very different just... movies. You know stuff. Are you talking to me? You talking to Danny? I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's like little bits, like in it's the- got Cuba Gooden Jr. in it. It has. There we go. Full circle. That's all you need. This one's for me. There's a mistake. I think I made. I actually think this one's a collective one. Come to think of it. Okay. Um, friend of the podcast, get ready to uh, state your confession, Reverend Bruce. Hallelujah. Um says that it's pronounced we had talked about the uh claire de lune and who yeah. wrote it it's de bussy uh at least it's best i can do from, from the phonetic spelling he's given me de bussy <laughs> you know the worst part i i, well, I can imagine i thought but, i knew it because yeah. of a family guy gag oh, okay <laughs> that's really embarrassing well i don't know accent on the third syllable and thanks for from bruce uh we Thank got you. one from uh hermes on that note uh, Liam, it's I believe it's our weekly check. How's that sticker coming along? Sticker worthy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's in the post. It's a good thing that the BFE mail calls postman's a lot more reliable um, than the, the, the BFE post. It's in the future post. It's in the future post. It's gone time travel. It's gone time travel. Yeah. It will get there. It will get there. With a message as well. Oh, oh with a message. There we go. There we <laughs> um, Hermes also went, oh, dang. I uh, would have loved to have heard Chuck from Chuck Goes, Chuck and Raph go to the movies on this one. And I'm going to say us too. We really were hoping yeah. to see Chuck last week. Yeah. We, I'm just looking at the roster. I haven't got, to, 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 got through Chuck this week because I haven't tried. It's in the future. <laughs> it's a future message. <laughs> but I'm going to go through the roster and think what's a good one to have uh, Chuck on. So I'm going to try to find something sort of on a similar caliber to a Ocean's Eleven without doing Ocean's Twelve. Or Thirteen. Or Thirteen. <laughs> or Eight. Um, Hermes said, I would love to do part of this as Ocean's Eleven is my... Oh, sorry, sorry, this is Chuck. I would love to be part of this as Ocean's Eleven is my favorite movie. Oh. Damn COVID struck some people at work, so I answered the call to fill in. Well, thank you on behalf of society yeah. for doing your part yeah. to pitch in which Good we all have to do uh hermes gave us some reading about emps that we could learn if we wanted oh. to you know learn more about uh what was his name last week breaker by basher. Basher, basher basher uh and i just want to say uh the dog ate my homework i didn't, I didn't get a chance to read in that <laughs> i don't think it'll be a future reading thing <laughs> uh and then uh my sister Yes, my sister got a hold of me. That's Kirsty, and... Hey, it's your sister! Fuck. 
And she said, magnificent episode. Love the insight the gents gave this week. Uh, first time seeing this with Ian is a fond memory. Apparently, we left a Saturday afternoon shift early. That explains why I thought it was after work and ended up in the second row at the cinema. That is, I remember that part. Can't wait to share this film with Oliver, her son. He will Aww. love it. Hey, uh, Oliver. Hey, Hi, Oliver. And hello, Cece. Yeah, Hi, Cece. I got a great little audio clip from Oliver, actually. Is this Uncle Ian's podcast? Yeah, it is Uncle Ian's <laughs> podcast. <is>. <laughs> so, there we go. And I don't have a sound clip for Felicity, but hello, Felicity. Hey, hello. Um, but my sister ends her message with hashtag, he is my brother, not my date. <laughs> uh, Spotify wrapped happened this week, Ethan. You know anything about Spotify wrapped? Yeah, I had to make a new account because my mum uses it and everything is the script. My entire wrapped was the script. I'm mad. What's the script? The band, the script. Oh, really? Yeah, everything okay. was the script in Hall of Fame, and I'm, it was very upset. It gave me some interesting stats. I'm just curious. You guys want to guess? Yeah. Um, this is Spotify only. Well, the first two stats are everything. Yeah. This will be the same. So, well, I'll give the third stat last, but how many pieces of content did we release this year from January till December? Oh, God. How many pieces of content? 78. 78? 68. 111 pieces of content. Holy shit. <laughs> How many minutes of content have we oh, released? Oh, Jesus. That's terrifying. Yeah. I never thought about How that. How many minutes of content? 10,000 yeah. minutes. 10,000? Yeah. It took me for a, a loop. I'll tell you that much. Ethan? 20,000. Oh, no, you're high. Why am I whispering? I don't know. 11,489 pieces. That's like eight straight days of talking. That's crazy. Eight days of just talking into a microphone. And that's only and this seven year. days a year. And I bet you I'm the least responsible for 11,000 of those minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so interesting. Uh, also, found out we were 30, this is on Spotify, but people use Spotify, 35 people listen to us more than any other podcast. Wow. Which is remarkable. We're the number one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, remarkable. Really quite... Ooh. It's humbling to hear stuff like that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, absolutely. Uh, next up, I've got... Uh, anybody playing Wham again? I lost on the second day. Yeah. I was out day one, 7.15 wow. p.m. I'm always out first. You so. know the pro Well, yeah, because you tend to work places with radios. Yeah. My issue was I was driving in a car with someone. And when you're with... If I'm by myself, podcast all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's so antisocial to put a podcast on. I wouldn't just listen to mine. I, I do listen to my own. That'd be funny though, wouldn't it? Occasionally I do pull up places and someone's like, all I can hear is your own voice. It's the most <laughs> Ian thing ever. I'm driving up listening to my own podcast, <laughs> laughing at the jokes. Occasionally I go like, oh, I should have said this. And then I save a thing I wish I'd said. And I'm yeah. like, yes, get in. <laughs> I did say it. <laughs> Um, but no, so I, mean, I don't know if you're out there, if you listen to podcasts, people in the car, it's like you're forcing like radio music is that like kind of like socially acceptable yeah. thing. Cause to listen to a podcast, you have to listen to a podcast you do, you do. and that prevents conversation. Uh -huh. Whereas music you can talk over. Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to music and just wasn't thinking. I was like, I'm going to get playlists ready. Cause I don't want to get Whamageddon out and yeah. just forgot. And sure enough, I was like, Oh, that's oh, We're both out. They handed mm. your ass, and the very next yeah, day, yeah, I'm sure people from North America do this because I think they've started to. You don't hear, you don't hear no. the doll win. Wham won't you, be. You, you don't hear last Christmas. Like wait, wait before your go go was massive. Uh, was yeah. it in, in North America? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, huge, okay. huge, I, I huge. But that's really. But as far as like, their, their lasting power, okay. that maybe careless whisper. Yeah. Wait, careless whisper. Michael by himself. Yeah. yeah, he's still with Wham, but it was. Oh, was he okay? Yeah, so, uh, but released on. His I, that's really about it. 
Faith by George Michael was a big yeah. solo hit. But no, but you'll, you'll hear Whitney Before You Go-Go on the radio all the time. But that's it. Oh, okay. You do not hear Last Christmas. I've only heard cover. I heard covers of Last Christmas before the original Last Christmas. Really? Wow. Yeah. And I got them on CDs. You didn't hear them on the radio. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But for those people who are from outside, or maybe their country doesn't have... Wham. Wham, or, or Last Christmas, or Wham again. What Wham again is, is because it's overplayed here. Yeah. The goal is, starting on December 1st, I heard it a few times in November, but it doesn't start until December 1st. Yeah. Can you make it until midnight on Christmas Eve? Yeah. Without hearing Last Christmas? I defy By any- Wham. I defy anybody. By what? He, he can I, got, I got to a 17th or 18th one year. Well, I, I people knew well. I was still alive and would try to phone me and I wouldn't answer phone calls because I knew it was them listening to, <laughs> listening to yeah, Last Christmas. Yeah, that doesn't work, does it? That's not allowed anymore. Uh, they, they've Kev said, the they've, yeah, Kevdog, yeah. he's the guy who tried to do it to me. It was Kevdog out uh, there. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Not pick up the phone. So <laughs> the I, thing that blew my mind, this is the first year that I'm not working in a shop around Christmas. Are you still in? Pardon? Are you still in it? No, I lost on the second day. Oh, okay. The thing is, though, First year, first year I'm not in a shop around Christmas. I won last year. Somehow I lose wow. when I'm not working in the shop. Wow. Don't know. You won last year? Yeah. I've never, I don't know if I want to win. But once you get to Christmas Day, you can listen to it, like, nonstop. Yeah. But on, why would you on, want on to? Leap. <laughs> why would you want it? I think some radio stations just go, like, and welcome to, we're wham-free for the next six hours. I'm listening to that station. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was listening to BBC Radio 2 yesterday, and they're like, here's a warning. We're going to play last Christmas. I'm like, that, that's not fair. I need the surprise. <laughs> I think some people are getting mad at this. Because these radio stations are obviously aware of this now. They are oh, very aware. Yeah, I checked, I checked Twitter afterwards. Ryland got, like, death threats because of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, joke ones, but still. Um, now that we're uh, talking, we were talking a minute ago about Home Alone. Do you know the Home Alone house is now up for grabs on Airbnb? Oh, is it? You and six friends can rent the house out for a night. Wow, I know it's a Lego set. That's a but cool that's, only, that's only the frontage you'll see, though, isn't it? The inside is not. The inside, I don't know. I imagine not, but still. No, no, but still cool, though, isn't it? It's in Chicago, so we can add it to our list if when we're going on tour doing live shows. Let me guess. That's, that's up. You know, if they sold it, it'd be like 3.7 million or something. I'll pro- I'll probably. Yeah. You know. But I'll rent it for one night for six. <laughs> six hundred dollars. Why, why not? Why not? You know. Oh, yeah. Shall we? <laughs> Should we imagine? That's big enough. It is Patreon next year. Yeah. It w- <laughs> finances. Patreon. Yeah. Space wouldn't be an issue. I mean, have you seen the place for we're doing it now but my, my place is like the biggest place in the world so uh yeah it'd be brilliant let's go ahead and do some shout out shall we uh yeah. it's a musical who said i love the genuine friendship between the best film ever podcast Aww. i love their conversations and bond that other podcasts can lack ah would you believe this is all scripted can you uh, we yeah. I even know these guys let's put out a, a, a want ad on yeah. the internet we came up with these backstories <laughs> Actually, Ian does all his own voices. He's on his own. He's on his own, and he does all these voices. Don't do this. Part of me will think it's real. Uh, And that, of course, is Danny from some musical. And Danny and Drew are joining us for our December roundtable on best musical movies. Get your picks. I'm so looking forward to this. I've watched a lot of movie musicals this week. I have made Georgia. She is now the new person who composes compiles the the audience polls. Oh, fantastic! I'll still compile our polls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's because her jumping in with the ones from the war movies. I really like that, actually. Yeah. It, was, it was nice that I didn't have to sort of multitask in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Josh, my next favorite movie for sharing with the world every time he listens to BFE. Carlo for the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Even the score for the love. Ashley Baxter, another local. Mm-hmm. Um, the one who accused us of uh, being run by mill- millennials. <laughs> said, <laughs> once again, I enjoyed listening to BFE's Real World. Royal Rumble Royal Roundtable <laughs> January's the Royal Rumble that's what I'm getting in my head I think um, uh, on top of war films even though they got them all wrong again uh, no damn busters no cold lits no, no John Mills no Kenneth Moore rubbish list 
I'm, I'm here Alex. to say Ice Cold and Alex is quite good though I'm here to say we love you bro yeah, Thanks we for do. joining we do, we do, we do. He said mind you I remember to listen Because I caught one of our aircraft Is missing yesterday Tell Liam it's another great war movie Filmed in King's Lynn Oh And I'm here to go One of our aircraft so At least it's not one of our dinosaurs I, I misread that I was like no Yeah I know imagine no. that uh, he says that if Julie Andrews doesn't make it onto the BFE top five musicals this month, I think I may as well cancel my subscription. Winky Ooh. face. Ooh. <laughs> I can promise you Georgia's likely to have it on hers. Oh, yeah. Because Georgia played Maria. Yeah. In, in Sound of Music. I'm, I'm looking seen, forward I've to never the musical seen the conversations. Sound of You've never seen The wow. Sound of Music? <laughs> that is a blind spot for someone who's in the musical theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Wow. Fair, I, only, I only watched Rent like two days ago. That's no, they're not, not the same. same. They're no, not the like, same. That's no. one of the ones. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. Shut your face. Uh, <laughs> uh, friend of the podcast, Dwayne. Wait. <laughs> okay, you're fired for that. <laughs> friend of the podcast, I'm and excited. I have neighbors, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. Nice. <laughs> Says, no Georgia again, but I will still listen to the end. I am totally dedicated to the BFE. Good lad. He followed by saying, I do like the idea of being a doctor, but being a patient yelling my own name is so much funnier. <laughs> so he did listen to it. Give him credit for that. Yeah. Uh, Ray from Not Before Coffee for All the Love. That's NBC. <laughs> uh, I got into a conversation with Field of Screams and Verbal Diorama about Ocean's 8. I've never seen it. It's a divisive movie I've discovered. People either yeah. love it or they're like, no, nah, it's nothing special. It's fun. I, I enjoyed it. it. Okay. I, enjoyed I really it. enjoyed it. There we, there we go. Em, yeah. You've got two people here who enjoyed the Ocean's 8 movie. There we are. I've heard from people. It's good. I like it's it. It's not yeah. Ocean's 11, yeah, no, but it's that, good. That was, that's my concern. It's, it's fun. I love a heist movie, and it, it's yep. a heist movie. I'm actually surprised would it's people, not been another. Would people have watched it if it wasn't called Ocean's? Uh, yes, maybe. I, I probably might. That's have. my thing. Why do they borrow on the IP to do that? Let's just let's, yeah. let's have this great fe- all female heist movie. I love an all female heist movie. There we go. Yeah, I like I like Aquafina. I like Mindy Kaling. They're great. Oh man, she's coming under some attack for for her performance in that movie. Is she? There's a lot of black voice in that. Uh, but that's her voice, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh, I guess the voice she's adopted in acting roles. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, we'll we'll touch base on that. Uh, like, like we're going to cover Ocean's Eight. Uh, <laughs> Bob Hart's pop culture for the love. New one. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, Cinema Recall for the love. Mister Charlton says they really are excellent. Speaking about us, yeah. subscribe then thank me later. Five minutes took me three minutes and sixteen seconds. Oh hell yeah! Oh nice, <laughs> nice. So. Uh, Mr. Uh, Charlton, uh, I just want to say this to you, if I may. <laughs> sticker worthy. So now we got two stickers, Liam, is me on the hook for. So if you get a hold of us with a postal address, we're going to send you a BFE sticker on that. You will get that next year, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Big promise. Uh, <laughs> he might, it might be December, but you will get it in 2022. <laughs> yeah. uh, Russell the Posty. Hey, 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 hey Mr. Mr. Postman. Postman who says, uh, me drinking my morning coffee today when Liam suggested I could tag along for a future Cedar Skip It episode and then had a spit take. Ah, <laughs> see, nice. New listener Silas Nero says, uh, I, I recommended the thing. This is ironic that it was an episode of one of his favorite movie series. I'm guessing Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he says he'd be certainly be, uh, he certainly will be tuning in more and checking us out some more. Great show. I said, oh, thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, my sister, I played the thing already. I'm not playing it again. Said, thanks for keeping me company as she was creating a baby blanket that was Shits Creek inspired. Oh. That feels like it's more about the parents than the baby. Yeah. Well, I actually watched an episode of Shits Creek the other day. Yeah. What did you think? Um, I, it's got Eugene Levy in it. In it. Eugene yeah. Levy. Levy, yeah. Levy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and his kid. 
Yeah. yeah. I thought, God, he looks a bit like him. Yeah. <laughs> and if you watch the pilot, the woman behind the uh, behind the counter at the diner is his daughter. Oh, uh, okay. I watched the cabaret one. No idea. Life is a cabaret. Yeah. Oh, show. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, just cabaret episode. What did you think? You like it? I actually, yeah, but I like Eugene. Yeah, but we, uh, yeah. I introduced Ethan to this yeah. on one of our first Clear for Takeoffs. Yeah, I, uh, I binged the entire thing and I watched it a second time. I, oh, I love that show. I st- oh, I still only watched it once, but yeah. Uh, my sister like continues and goes, Kara loved her shout out, and Georgia, you were missed this week. Hashtag show me the money. She asked, ever thought of a real roundtable for Stanley Tucci? He's amazing. Such versatility. He may not be a box office mogul, but his talent is untouchable. I hear you. Yeah. Um, it's a hard one because he's not a leading guy in no, most of yeah. them. So you're asking, the hard part is to ask us to watch movies for a guy who's not the main part. So you're watching two hours when a guy might get 12 minutes. Yeah. Mm. Right? Cause he, what's your best? And he often steals the show anyway. He does. Like, yeah. like Devil Wears Prada, he's fantastic. Oh, is he in it for more than 12 minutes? Not true. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. In Easy A, he's great. Is he in it for more than five minutes? Probably not. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the situation. I think a better call might be something like best actors or best supporting actors real roundtable. We could talk about yeah. those kinds of guys and rank them as actors, and then he might show up on something like that. Good idea. So got some ideas. You've always got ideas. I do always have ideas. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Ocho Durle. Durle. Ocho. Duro? Parley. Oh, oh, thank you. There we go. Ocho. <laughs> Duro. Parley. Hour for all the <laughs> Teamwork. Uh, here's why I need some teamwork to make the dream work with. Juline. 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 A newlywed she is. Aww. God bless you, Juline. Uh, shoot the flick for all the love. The Soul Wizard podcast for the love. Ed from the Film Effect, who said, I say there's all the love in the world, but Ian's never met a cult classic film he's ever liked before. <laughs> and I thought about it. You might be right. I don't like the Big Lebowski. Generally, if I'm a cult favorite, you know, I'm going to take crap that on myself. It. I am going to find a cult classic that you're going to like. Yeah, I mean, well, is Pulp Fiction a cult classic? I guess. I like Pulp no, Fiction. I guess so, yeah. It's Ed, now. Ed, give me a list of 10, uh, 10, 10 cult classics and let me see. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I probably do like, like, just the ones I name. <laughs> you, you know what? I don't like other people's, other people's nostalgia. I tend to be against for whatever reason. A bit like Ghostbusters. I'm not looking to. I'm not looking for it. But things that weren't my nostalgia, people are like, "Oh, how can you dislike that?" Well, quite simply, I watched it and didn't like it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We, we've got our own different tastes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Some you, of us. Yours just wrong. Acknowledge <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, what do we got here? Dwayne continued. I'm very surprised by Ian's apathy towards both Ghostbusters and The Goonies. They're two of I my know, favorite '80s I films. Up there with Back to the Future. Him coming to Ghostbusters, I guess I can understand that one a little bit more. Oh, well, thanks a lot, Dwayne. Thanks a lot for giving me that one off. Appreciate that. No, I just joke. Um, Reverend Bruce uh, asked if Don Chadle's Cockney accent is the worst British accent on film, and I thought that that warranted a little two-minute conversation. Ooh, it's not the worst. I think, I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna say bad. yes. I'm going to say yes, it is. Dick Van Dykes is fine. I, I said that I said the panel would probably crap on Dick Van Dyke. See, I enjoy it. I find it, it like, charming. Yeah, I find it, it works charming. for the film. Whereas, yeah. whereas uh, Chadles, I find to be just all over the place. Yeah. At least, like Dick Van Dyke is consistently by exploiting no yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but like uh, Chadles just crap. Yeah, I'm trying to think of bad. any other. Someone mentioned Renee Zellweger and Bridget Jones's baby. Yeah. So but I'm like because Bridget Jones's diary, it's fantastic, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. So I I don't really know. 
I think by the third one, we've forgiven her because she did such a good... Well, no, because the first one's brilliant. Like, yeah, as far as her accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the third one, we just, if, look, yeah, we just I can't, the other I, way. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't remember. I've seen Bridget Jones, baby. I can't remember it being bad. The movie or the accent? Both. Well, the, it is In fact, both. I, I found it funny. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't at me yet. Is that a cult classic movie I don't like? <laughs> it's becoming a cult classic. Uh, let's talk about... Oh, he also got his COVID booster and said hey. he's going to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I'm like, oh, I'll put you Extended to sleep. You'll be all right. <laughs> Proud of you. Oh, jeez. Oh, We're doing one a year. Uh, the Bellagio Fountains. Liam, I didn't think we'd get anything for this, but we got gifts from Josh from your next favorite movie, cool. Hermes. My sister who did a gif of the fountain from Friends. I'm not That's sure that's all the same, <laughs> Dwayne Smith and Kev Dog, and my favorite gift goes towards Hermes. Uh, he, which just, he just got a really good one with the Bellagio. A few did, but his was the best because it was not fountain. It was quite clearly Bellagio fountain. Yep. I did take a look. There were options. Uh, also, this week, Hermes is hesitant, never understood what was so appealing about Jerry Maguire to so many. But then again, that seems to happen to a lot of pop culture I've been exposed to. Guess I'll have to wait and see if hashtag Ian is always right or hashtag Team Liam shows up. I didn't know Team Liam was a hashtag. <laughs> Woo, Team Liam. Woo. That's no. Stupid. <laughs> That's going to catch on. Who puts themselves into hashtags? I mean, really? <laughs> oh, hang on. Wait, Hermes, you don't like it? What do you got against cult classic movies, Hermes? That's what I want to know. <laughs> as he uh, drops the mic. Russell the Post, he goes, next week thought I might feel differently as your choice has two of my least favorite things in one movie, Tom Cruise and sports. <laughs> I have just been watching, right? I've never watched. Jerry Maguire, we watched it together. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> The Big Bang Theory, right? everyone goes on about it, right? I've never seen it my whole life, right? I've just started watching Young Sheldon. Oh, no. For some unknown reason, right? And the young kid in that, he looks like a miniature Tom Cruise. Re- oh, okay, I see it now. Yeah, I was going really? No, no, I see it. Do you know what I mean? With, uh, the, with the eyes and everything? Now I can't unsee it. <laughs> oh, no. Somehow Young right, Sheldon's been ruined even more. For I'm just saying. Uh, Russell, sorry for that already. Uh, Tom Cruise in sports. I don't know. We did a Tom Cruise video roundtable. Um, I like Tom Cruise. I'm the sports I like Tom Cruise. I, like Cru- I like his early stuff. I like Tom Cruise as an actor in movies. Tom Cruise is a human being, seems to suck. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Usually I have a Tom Cruise as a douche kind of, kind of like point, but I don't really have one for this movie. Maybe no. he's still a decent human being at this point. Or people just weren't talking about him yet. Um, Ray also seemed hesitant about this week, and then. Friend of the podcast, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. There you go. Says, I might be the only one, but I'm very much looking forward to next week's review. I love Tom Cruise and the film. It's not really about sports either. And says, Ian, you forgot to hit the end game button this week. And was trying to get me to push the yellow button as a result. And I went, hang on, hang on, hang on. Forgetting to push a button isn't a mistake mistake. (laughs) That we got a fact wrong. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I pushed, if I went, oh, I'm pushing the endgame button and push sticker worthy, that's a mistake. And he's like, no, 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 it is. And I'm like, hold on, Dwayne, who's fallen out with Georgia on a couple of occasions. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, th- that's the minor league sunshine. Your arms are too short to box with God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's an incredible line. All right, John Lennon. Acknowledge me. <laughs> so there we go. Um... And that's really about it. I want to leave that one to last. There we go. Uh, fantasy football, really, really quickly. Um, I'm against you. I want. No, you're not. No, no. Never against Sally. Oh, she got the same logo as you then. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hmm. I want her team name is like BFELE or something like that. Oh, is it? I just saw the logo. Um, I think next year for the for, for, for the Patreon, I think we should do a podcast league for our podcast friends. Yeah. And we should do a listener league 
for our listener friends. Ah. I think if they're up on that upper level, we should see. I know Reverend Bruce would be well up for it. Oh, yeah. He, I imagine yeah. he loves his football. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. there we go. I imagine it's a pretty good idea. So I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to run that by. Well, then you knew that the first one was going to be a practice go. (laughs) (laughs) I got so stressed. But anyway, uh, last week I was, oh, geez, I've got the sheet half filled out. I don't know who's playing who. Uh, I know that we went three and one last week. The one was Georgia, who I beat by the slimmest of margins after boasting about how much I was going to destroy her by. Wow. Oh, it was like like 0.89 points. Really? Oh, it was really tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like all my players got hurt. And like two or three of them went out for the season. Like I'm like in in a bad way, but still second place. I'm all right. I, I know that I don't know who I'm playing. I'm playing someone who's in fourth. I think I don't know who it is. Uh, but I know Liam, you're playing Ellie. You have a chance to make the playoffs. Do I on the good ooh, side? Ooh. You have to win both weeks. Yeah, yeah. And you're playing Ellie this week. Yeah, she's in first. She only lost one game all year. Yeah, I'll be you. Okay, there we go. There we are. See, <laughs> you, be, you probably in the, outside of Ellie, you might be the most successful team over the past five weeks. Woo! Wow. Here we go. So that's that. We have a lot of fun here. Uh, we hope you are too. Uh, leave us a review if you like what you hear. Let's move into the film, shall we? Yeah. All right. So Jerry Maguire mm. is nineteen ninety six romantic comedy drama sports film. <laughs> Some mouthful. It We're is. Any other genres? I'd argue it's not really a comedy. No. Uh, written, produced, and directed by Cameron Crowe, inspired by sports agent Lee Steinberg, who acted as a creative consultant, sorry, technical consultant, on the crew and his client Tim McDonald during 1993 NFL free agency. In addition, it was also based on a 28-page memo distributed at Disney in 1991, written by Jeffrey Katzenberg. That's hilarious. That provided inspiration for the film. It was released in North American theaters on December 13th, 1996. That's the long and short of it. Wow. There's a little bit more, but not a huge amount. Uh, directed by and written by Cameron Crowe, who you've already picked up on this. Do you know whatever Cameron Crowe film we've done here on the pod? Oh, I do know. Okay, Liam? Almost Famous. Almost Famous, oh. which he wrote and directed. Say Anything. We, we haven't, the rest we of this we haven't done. done. Yeah. But Say Anything, he wrote and directed. Uh, he was the writer of Fast Time on Times at Ridgemont High, yeah. the writer and director of Vanilla Sky, and the oh. writer and director of We Bought a Zoo. That's a good movie. I haven't seen that. It's Matt Damon, yeah? Oh, it is. It's nice. I don't um, cinematography by Janos Kaminsky, who did Schindler's List. Oh. The Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh. Saving Private Ryan, Catch oh. Me If You Can, oh. War Horse, Lincoln, oh. Bridge of Spies. Oh. Wow. So he kind of starts working with Spielberg after yeah. the original Jurassic Park. Oh. Wow. But seems to be on for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Music by Nancy Wilson. Oh. Who, from Heart. Yeah, who yeah, did? Yeah. Uh, who'd also done Almost Famous? We talked about that yeah, at the time because yeah, yeah, yeah. she wrote the songs Vanilla Sky and Elizabeth Town. So it was produced in part by longtime Simpsons producer James L. Brooks. That's incredible. That's the whole. You ever watch The Simpsons? It goes yeah. do 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 that guy. It was inspired. We said Cameron Crowe chose the world of sports agents as he felt it was an area that hadn't really been broached on film before. Also because the industry is solely dedicated to money and he was interested in seeing if such qualities like love and honor could flourish there. And he spent three and a half years writing the script. Now you can can tell there there is time and effort put into that script. It's well crafted. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good script. A lot of heart too. Yep. So here we go. Let's do the deep dive. And we started with the TriStar logo. Uh, But without the I love that. And it's a great family guy after a commercial, him doing the same thing. Like he's riding the uniform or something. 
Um, Love TriStar. Yeah, it was one of those ones that just seemed to... For me, it was like you've rented a movie, you've put it in, it has that sort of generic label yeah. that all the rental films had. Oh, yeah. it was great. That's no longer a company, is it, TriStar? No, it's been because of the way it's been bought and bought yeah. and bought. So Columbia bought them out, and then Sony bought out Columbia. Uh, yeah columbia's still going though under a seat columbia still pops up as a logo occasionally yeah. but is becoming less and less and sony is showing up more and more uh, um in the same way that columbia used to be a music label as well yes oh, and you don't really see it so much anymore no i think the last time i saw columbia was like 2018 when they did spider-verse yeah that was it um we had a voiceover by uh, a titular character jay mcguire who says that the world's gone from three billion to six billion in his lifetime where are we at now? Are we at nine, seven point eight, or eight billion? Take a look at the, the, the check, check yeah. that out. I think you're low. Jesus! All yeah, these, yeah, all these people who could be BFE listeners. Let's seven point <laughs> nine billion. Really? Oh, you're really close. Well yeah. done, you. Wow. Nice. There's no way you could cheat on that one. I don't think no, there's any way you can ask that question. I was like, oh, I, so is this like is, it, is this sure. like every fifteen years? Then that just like yeah, well, three pop, more. Well, population growth, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Well, if two people have three kids, then that guarantees you increased population growth. And they'll if, go if, on if, to if, have if, kids, if, if, cetera, if every couple who gets well who gets together, yeah. if they produce more people, offspring than what they have, that's that's all, that's all you need for, for population growth. Disease, yeah. all that stuff doesn't matter. That's a hell of a growth though, isn't it? Uh I don't know. I think if you look at the growth uh, from like the 1800s onwards, I think then you'll see some massive population growth because we've stopped things like, you know, drought and famine and disease. And yeah. travel is more accessible. Travel is more accessible. Which is weird, though, because with, you know, things like birth control, which didn't exist, mm. you know, it, it should should reduce some of these things. Yeah. But it depends. I mean, as the world is impoverished, I mean, if you look at the, even in North America, Europe, Western Europe, whatever you want to call it, I'm not making a, a assumption about world, the world in general, but you look at, um, you look at sort of westernized countries, mm-hmm. there's a clear link between income or even education and birth rate. Oh, okay. Because people who have high paying jobs kind of try to find ways to make sure they stay in those high paying jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they spend the money on birth control, which you can make, make an argument. Should birth control be free? And I think I could probably, you wouldn't have to talk long to talk me into saying yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Why should, why should birth control actually just be a privilege of people who can afford it? Because it's great. What, birth control? No. <laughs> the act that comes with it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing is that you, people aren't going to say I shouldn't have sex because I'm poor. They'll just chance it. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. Anyway, I don't know how I got the topic of making, making um, what's the word I'm looking for? Child. What's the word I'm looking for? Childbearing? No. No. Child, not child support. What's the word I'm trying to say here? Um, birth control. Birth control. Birth oh. control free, but yeah, there we go. Mm. Um, the opening voiceover was recorded in London, England, as Tom Cruise was in the middle of making a little film called Reverend Bruce. You might check it out. It's called Eyes Wide Shut. I've never heard of this film. Never heard of the film. No, um, I've kept my eyes absolutely shut. As we go through, <laughs> if you had them open, you might have seen uh, Frank Cushman, the soon-to-be number one NFL draft pick, we're told, play by, in a very small role, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Oh, the face Did looks you, so familiar to I me. I know Jerry Connell. Sliders? Sliders, yeah. Sliders was a good film. Sliders, uh, film. Sliders. Sliders was a good television show. TV show, yeah. So it got weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's beyond... He was like going to be... A, he seemed like he was going to be a big, big star, and then something fell apart. Yeah, he didn't... He didn't. He was a nearly guy, wasn't he? Because he was a child actor first. Was he also in My Secret Identity? 
I'm not seeing that. Can you look up my secret yeah. identity and see if Jerry O'Connell's the lead? I'm pretty sure. I believe it's like he's a, somehow woke up with superpowers, and there's that little nerdy scientist who like helps him out. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell and Derek McGrath. Yeah, that's it. I'm Canadian pretty sure. television. Oh, so, oh, so Canadian oh, show. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. It's Jerry O'Connell. Never mind. Well, I think I'm pretty sure he was in Stand by Me with um, River Phoenix. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, I think you might be right, but we'll let. Yeah, the, yeah. There we go. No. Welcome to Kangaroo Jack. Oh, the only <laughs> film, to my knowledge, I've ever turned off. Wow. Joe's Apartment? Yeah. Was he in that? Yes. Uh, oh, hang on. I think another film that I turned off. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, maybe I just answered the question. Why wasn't he a bigger star? There we <laughs> now go. we know. <laughs> we answered ourselves. Uh, anyway, let's meet Jerry Maguire, played by Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, uh, I will. No, I'll get there. Um, Cameron Crowe originally wrote the screenplay with a different person in mind. Oh. His name was also Tom. Hanks? Yeah. Wow. But Crow took so long to write the screenplay. By the time the film was ready, he felt Hanks was too old to play the part. I thought Cruz was brilliant in this I role. think he works he for this. I don't yeah. think you get this same sleaze with Tom Hanks. And it's got to be a sleaze that can then be turned into boyish charm, yeah. and you can see how cl- close that, that sort of yeah. knife edge is. But you can see that's just at the end of his boyish, charmy self, isn't it? What do you mean, like in real life? Yeah, in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you look at him, he's not the Tom Cruise he is I now. He, I don't think he could have done it five years later. No. No, I agree with no, that. No, no, no. He's on that borderline. He's not yet Mission Impossible's made me a megastar action star Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Hanks, by the way, had just won back-to-back Oscars. He was in the middle of directing that thing you do, so it wasn't going to work. Another guy was offered the role and then turned it down. This one might surprise you. Woody Harrelson. Oh, oh, I like Woody Harrelson. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. I mean, a bit gritty. He could do it. He's he, yeah. he can do he can do slimy. He'd be slimier. He would have been at the yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. Whereas even when Tom Cruise is the slimiest, he's like he's like a four. I think that. Oh, that might might have, especially with like Woody Harrelson's great acting next to kids. Yeah. And I th- oh no, that would do. That would the only thing about Woody Harrelson though, he hasn't got that um, tear in your eye kind of. I think Woody Harrelson can do all things. Yeah. I really do. Uh, he, t- he does tend to... Pl- I don't, he, no, I mean, I, he, I t- he can do tender moments. In three billboards, I had the- a bit of a tear in my eye. Yeah, yeah. no, I meant him with tears in his eyes. You know uh, Tom. You know when Tom gets yeah, invested? Yeah. He's... he's. You, you heard me say I love Tom Cruise in this. Yeah. yeah. yeah um, he, apparently, he said the producer, James L. Brooks, that'll be... Says nobody's going to. Says nobody's going to give a shit about an agent. <laughs> shit about me. Ah, very nice. Cameron Crowe's friends told him that Tom Cruise would never play a loser. Turns out Cruise was dying to portray a character that was on the ropes. I don't think Tom. I don't think he ever comes across as a loser in this film. No, no. no. He just comes off as a bit of a schmuck. Yeah. He's even when he's down on his luck, yeah. he's not. I think it's maybe a loser. It's a guy who's just so beaten. Yeah. I think what keeps him up is the, um, when I say up, I mean like... Uh, well, she worships him, so it's hard to see yeah. him as a loser. Yeah, 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 she does. And also Cuba Gooden Jr. <laughs> he, he's around him all the time. really good in this. Yeah. And you see the, the love he has for his family. Yep. You know, and he treats I've, Tom as family. Yep. You know, so it's hard to stay down when you Speaking like. of Tom Cruise and a tear in your eye, Go on. apparently he cried when he first heard the script. Oh, I don't yeah. blame him. And uh, there's a shot, he says, see that picture there? That's me. And the picture is actually of the Patriots signing their number one draft pick. Is that a real picture? Drew, that was Drew Bledsoe. Now, it's not really Tom Cruise in the edge of the picture. But that really was about a rookie quarterback who was getting like $40 million. It was like right before they, they fixed 
like rookies shouldn't be making forty million. If you're gonna pay anybody, pay the guys who've been proving it. They'll yeah, pay the guys yeah, who haven't yeah, proven yeah. it yet. So uh, they they would fix that years later. By basically, the old guys would roll over on the young guys during the next contract negotiation. Uh, and Tom works for Sports Management International, and he's having a career crisis because some he's he's an agent for some hockey player, and uh, the little boy feels that. Uh, someone should tell my dad to stop playing hockey. And he's like, hey, all five of, you know, you know, the super mega morphin teenage wannabe action stars couldn't <laughs> get him to stop from playing. And the kid just goes, fuck you. <laughs> and then as he walks away, he gives him the finger. He gives him the finger and it's all blue. But in a sense, that's not Jerry Maguire's job. That's his family's job to tell him to stop playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is what that is. Yeah. That's his friend's job. That's his doctor's job. It's the last person. It's Jerry Maguire's job. Yeah, but you know, a kid won't say that. No, but the Jerry yeah. goes, "Oh, I'm a horrible person. Yeah. Like it's the straw that breaks his back." But I'm kind of like, "All right," but he has he has a conscience, though, doesn't he? He does. He has a breakdown slash breakthrough. Uh, he hates himself and his place in the world. He says, "I had so much to say and no one to listen." He should get a podcast. Yeah, there we go. Not you, to say that anybody's guaranteed to listen. You have you too go. much to say and not enough people listen. I know. Oh, exactly, come on! I know exactly one person who'd listen to his podcast. That's Ray Zellweger. There we go. Uh, he writes a mission statement. And the Scientology Church. A, su- a suggestion for the future of... The- I don't think the character Jerry Maguire is a Scientologist. <laughs> I'm just saying that, you okay. know, they listen to his The podcast. actor Tom Cruise would love that guy. <laughs> a suggestion for the future of the company. 25 pages, less clients, less money. This is based off Jeffrey Katzenberg and a memo he wrote on his way out the door at Disney. Oh, really? I guess bemoaning everything they turned into. Yeah, because yeah, he, would, he would later go on to the DreamWorks, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah, which is a massive middle finger to Disney. Oh, absolutely. The, the, yeah. the Shrek as a whole is oh, just yeah. him working through his issues. <laughs> um, and then we meet the late great Dickie Fox, who would pop up throughout the film. Yeah, with some advice. No one really of note, I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was going to be, or they wanted it to be, uh, Cameron Crowe's hero, Billy Wilder, director of Some Like It Hot. Ah. who's got a very pronounced German accent. I'm not sure how they would have got away with that. <laughs> yeah. it, it may have been a bit of distance, but uh, he, he even went with Tom Cruise round to his house to try and pitch him. Oh. Wow. And at first, he's like, well, maybe. Come back and talk to me later. And he's like, no. <laughs> so that's a shame. Um, that's he a writes shame. this the mission statement, the things we think and do not say, the future of our business. And then Jerry's watching a TV movie uh, that has a ticking time bomb, and he realizes that's exactly what he's just done. He's put his own time bomb out That's there. Mission Impossible, isn't it? Is TV's? that what it is? I'm pretty sure it's Mission Impossible, yeah. The That'd be TV quite funny series. if it was, actually. I know, that's right? Uh, wishes he could recall the mission statements, but he can't, so he's all nervous. He goes into work the next day and gets a round of applause. And if you're looking, Renee Zellweger is there, clapping kind of vigorously. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's. they, they don't focus on her, but she is in the crowd. I happen to notice her. Oh, there she is. I think I did, didn't remember seeing her. Um, and meanwhile, two of his colleagues who were clapping her gave him the thumbs up and then going, <laughs> how long do you give him? Oh, about a week. <laughs> and then on a flight, Jerry's having a conversation with a Coke rep. I thought this would have been better before his awakening. Yeah. He seems to have forgotten all about his crisis, and he's kind of in schmoozy mode here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And um, so It's mainly just exposition about he's got a girl- life. He's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Basically, it's about he's got a glamorous life. Mm. And he's going to be getting married to some woman who works for the NFL, it looks like. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, it's like a tale of two worlds in the sense that we're seeing him, but we're cross-cutting him up against a Dorothy. Dorothy, uh, uh, who's 
the mother of Ray, Dorothy, played by Renee Zellweger. Um, Ray, her little boy, doesn't uh, is allergic to the to the blankets. <laughs> And then Dorothy gets like way too into Jerry's story because she can hear it, which is nuts. Because if I've ever been on a plane, yeah. you, you, you know what you know what I can hear? It's the and you're not gonna hear first class. No, you're not gonna hear that. No way. Especially if your kids vomiting. You're you're behind them. They're facing the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're likely this. to hear somebody else in front of you rather. Absolutely. Here's a test. So yeah, I met my fiance a while ago. <laughs> yeah, we heard that. That's oh, not even remotely the same thing. No. <laughs> You're not in first class. And we have, have microphones and headphones. We have microphones and headphones. Ethan, just, just, just come to grips. It's not the same thing, buddy. <laughs> I want it to be so, funny. So, some people were saying that my house and airplanes are different now. Uh, that could be the name of your mission statement. I want it to be funny. And failed me. That's we, my own biography. Georgia, Georgia makes us more human with each other. We're all just way too mean when she's gone. We are, we are. Um, and so she says... Uh, oh, Ray goes, Mommy, what's wrong? He goes, first class is what's wrong, baby. It used to be a better meal. Now it's a better life. You know how much they pay for those seats? No. It's like eight times what you pay in coach. Really? It's not like I'd like, like 30%. It's like multiple times. There is no way, unless I become a huge megastar, I will ever get to fly in first class. Uh, me either. Uh, I'm not really too upset. I've done business, and that was fine. But like, yeah. Mm. I've never have been lucky if it's like a free upgrade to first class or anything yeah. like that. Nah, I'd like to be in the cockpit. I'd like to have a watch. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be quite cool, though, wouldn't it? If you're in we, the cockpit, we could take you up. You could meet the pilot, get some little wings. You could. Pin It'd on. be brilliant, though, wouldn't it? Seeing it come towards you. I always wonder what it's like looking Liam, out in windows. Want, Liam, if we do a flight, I'll go. Liam, you want to go to the cockpit? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll get the stewardess to take you up. Yeah. <laughs> I might be a little wild. Though. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> um, where are we at here? Other uh, so uh, rumored the part of Dorothy rumored to have been written with Winona Ryder in mind. Ooh. Oh, I don't know. No. Yeah, I don't have that uh, same feeling with Winona. Ryder was able to commit but when they took screen tests. Apparently, they looked like brother and sister. Yeah, that's really. Other people rumored, and usually I, I, this seemed to be pretty um, pretty reliable. Patricia Arquette, Kate Beckinsale, Bridget Fonda, oh. Marissa Tomei. I, oh. I, I, oh, wow. I love Bridget Job Fonda, done. Job done. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, yeah she's great. Although, although Zellweger is great in this, too. She yeah. is very good. Uh, Cameron Diaz, a who? <laughs> <laughs> she went, she like went oh. into two movies of Tom Cruise, I think. Night and Day and Vanilla Sky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Uma Thurman. No. And Jennifer Lopez. Uh, if Jennifer Lopez was doing her like Made in Manhattan kind of thing, where she had the ponytail, the problem is Jennifer Lopez, she always wants a scene where she looks glamorous, and then mm. she looks like way, like Zellweger never looks, this isn't a shot, but she never looks. She looks real. She never looks like a Hollywood movie star. She always yeah. looks like a real woman. I love her. And yeah. that's where the inner beauty comes out. <laughs> yes. Uh, apparently the producers also... Uh, Consider Janine Garofalo for the role of Dorothy, but she was deemed too old for the part. This name comes up a lot. I yeah. don't know who she is. Oh, truth about cats and dogs, all I can tell you. Is that the one with um, Ben Chaplin? It's the one with Uma Thurman. Yeah, I, yeah. Know, I know what you mean. Yeah. So uh, she, she was a comic and had a big run in the early 90s in a lot uh, of things. Okay. Um, Mira Servino was also considered, but the producers would not meet her price point. She was someone who was a flash in the pan, really. She was somebody who yep, was... you're not wrong. She could have had a big, big career, but... Yeah, just what will burn and out. Connie Britton also auditioned for the role of Dorothy. You might not know who that is, but no, she was in Friday Night Lights. She was in Spin City. No. Uh, she was in Nashville. Not seeing that. Yeah, either. so f- well, maybe for our listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. No, no, no. But you'd know more about. Um, that's why I said um, about that guy. 
uh, wolf guy, whatever his name is, who was supposed to be Wilder. I, oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't know because sometimes you know sports presenters and oh yeah, yeah a chance yeah you know where I don't do it yeah so, no, no I was no way yeah Renee Zellweger admitted the day she was cast in this movie it had been so long since she had worked now remember she had been in Empire Records yeah mm-hmm. great movie uh, that she'd been so long since she worked when she went to an ATM she didn't have enough of a balance to make a withdrawal she auditioned oh. three times with Tom Cruise and later received a personal call from Cameron Crowe while she was attending the Sundance Film Festival. Crowe thanked her for her time and she thanked her for being considered and just as the call was about to end, he went, well, do you want the job? <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> and we also meet Ray, by jo- played by Jonathan Lipnicki, and I'm sorry, I really tried to dislike him. I couldn't. He's great. He's great. He's so good. Which one's this, sorry? The kid. Oh, oh He's yeah. He's so cute. He is good, isn't he? And so there's a scene where she's lost Ray. They've made it to the airport. Oh, Ray's gotten over his upset tummy because <laughs> he's just rocking around. And she can't find him, but the camera shows us because we don't worry too much. He's on the, what are they called? Like it's the like travelator the, or something? Yeah, like that? The, the, lug, the, 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 the luggage, where the luggage comes out? Yeah. He's just riding around giving high strangers fives. high fives. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good lad. And Jerry runs into her. To his credit, Jerry knows who she is. Mm, he knows yeah. where her cubicle is located. He even knows what, what, what decorations are on it. It's a, a poster of Einstein. Shaquille O'Neal with Albert Einstein's head on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she's embarrassed by that. But yeah, and he goes, you know, well, okay, well I'll get security, but can you just take, just mean for that gentleman over there? And of course, it's Ray coming around, all like, ah! <laughs> He's great. And they start talking, the adults, and then Ray grabs their hands and just starts sort of creating like a swing for himself. I'd like to think I was ad-libbed. And she's all going like, does this bother you? He's like, no, 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 we're, we're, we're totally fine with this. I don't have it. It's an ad-lib. Sorry. I, 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 That'd have been cool if it had just been there. Just I wish I yourself. did. <laughs> and then he leaves and he waves. He's, he's very, he's very gracious. He offers a little ride out of town, all sorts of stuff. And then as they go away, she looks at her, uh, her sister or son or someone and goes, Whoever landed him must have been some classy babe. And then we cut to a shot of a confused-looking husky dog oh, as this gosh. woman just starts shouting out for Tom Cruise to never stop sleeping with her. It's the best way. <laughs> it's never stop F-bomb me. I don't really feel comfortable saying that, that line. but uh, I wonder how John Travolta felt about this. I'll tell you what. There's a whole lot of Kelly Preston on that screen. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> uh, I she's just screaming minute. out, never stop me and he's just going in rhythm he's going sooner or later we have to stop (laughs) (laughs) and then he's sort of it's really weird because then they finish and then it's like a point of view shot of her from his eyes and she's going like if you ever wanted me to be a woman i'd do it yeah but it's not usually how I'm wired. I, college, maybe, but not now. And he's just like, maybe we shouldn't be too honest with each other. <laughs> to not- which point you're like, I don't know if Jerry's... He's got to represent the everyman as someone's being like, oh, I don't know we need to share that. I mean, I think pretty much that was just literally someone's fantasy dr- literally dropped in his lap. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that dog never shows up again. No. I guess it must be her dog. But, but they kept cutting away to a dog. Yeah. <laughs> the dog's still shaking in the corner. And then they... And, 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 then they have some fruit, and they're eating it like in the box. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I assume Liam really wanted some strawberries at that moment because he, he made out of he made, he made a noise. Kelly can feed me strawberries, <laughs> and then we we found it was gonna be a party for Jerry. And really weird, how far have they fallen? Uh, Eric Stoltz. Oh yes, is there? What a, what a, what an actor! I mean, I love him in Memphis Belle. Did you ever see a film called Mask? 
the mask. No, but I know he's in it. Yeah, it's a bit like the Elephant Man type thing, but oh, okay. you know, he's very. You ever see a film called Pop Fiction? Yes, he's in that. Is he? Yes, yeah. Wait, who is he in that? He's the guy at the cereal. Do you know what? That passed me and I didn't even see yeah, it. Yeah, it was supposed to be what? the way around. Tarantino was supposed to be playing the serial guy's role and the serial guy was supposed to be playing Tarantino's role. Uh, but Tarantino wanted to direct the shot of the adrenaline going into her heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And thought if he acted it, he wouldn't be able to see it the way he wanted to. That's, yeah, true. Yeah, so interesting little fact. Uh, good on him. Um, and then uh, we also find out that uh, Bob Sugar, played by Jay Moore, who's very good in this role, yeah. Um, wants to know if they're still on for lunch. And uh, meanwhile, the girls on the screen are all telling us that Jerry can't ever be alone. I think it was supposed to be a theme. I don't think this really hits as much as they want it to. No, because I, like, I felt like that was some sort of dream thing he was having. Also I didn't realize, really, if I, it just seems odd. If you were throwing me a birthday party and you got all my ex-girlfriends to say like how I have commitment issues, yeah. I'd be so like, I you thought, guys suck. That what? seems really odd. I thought it, was, it, was it wasn't just some random thing. Someone's edited this together, so it's just punched. Mm. It's beat, 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 beat. I thought it was a bachelor party, which, if anything, makes that worse. It is a bachelor party. Yeah. You said yeah. birthday party. Oh, sorry, bachelor. Yeah. You're right. That's so much worse. Yeah. Yeah? It is. It was. It was really weird. Um, I get the idea of the, of the little black book being burned and all that. Yeah. It was cute. But, yeah. Um, and then we go, we meet Marcy Tidwell, who's waiting for Jerry in his office, played by Regina King. Oh. Regina King, who would later go on to direct One Night in Miami. Yeah. Oh, good Fantastic. Film. Good film. Yeah. 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 I love Regina King so much. She's really good in this. She's so good. I'm sorry. I say this one. Everybody, the, I can't fault the acting in this film yeah. at all. Um. Apparently, Janet Jackson auditioned for this and was initially accepted for the role, although it would later go to Regina King. I cannot see anyone else in this role. I really can't. No, she's good. Yeah. She's good because she doesn't go so far as to make something like a caricature. Yeah. I don't, she feels true. She feels real. She feels real. Yeah. Without straying into cliche. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't think um, having Janet Jackson play the part would be a good idea because you just think Janet Jackson. It would have overshadowed the point of the role. Over the role, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need someone like that. I think you also would have had to do other things with the role to satisfy as her yeah, star power, yeah, and yeah, no, yeah. it was fine here. Exactly. Regina King was really pregnant. Oh, wow. And then Bob Sure comes in. She goes, you phoned our house. And that should be the first son's first. I go, wait, what? Why would, why would Bob oh. Sure be phoning your house? I didn't even think about and that. And Jerry looks, and he lets it go for some reason. What's with the takeover? As such, why? Why is it because of? The, I, I'll explain it. Okay, so they go to lunch, and Bob Sugar's there, and he goes, "So what's up? I'm here to fire you." And he goes, "No, no, I mean it. I'm really here to fire you." So the deal is, when Jerry Maguire says we should have less clients and less money, that's probably the opposite of how businesses are supposed to work. Yeah. Uh, they should want to get as many clients as they can. So now that not only does he have a change of heart, but he's trying to actually persuade other people with this with this belief system oh, okay. you could argue that his values no longer line up with those of the corporation what you could call as being anti-ethos yeah, and yeah. therefore you could fire him based on that although based on his track record it'd be really hard it looks like to fire yeah. him because he's bringing in tons I, I have a hard time believing that no one except for rod goes with him yeah but, but i guess movie's got a movie yeah, yeah um and so to be fair he's like real sneaky about like to all of his um contracts like right after but even then word of mouth i don't yep. really know i wouldn't see it as credible um and so he says well I'm, i've changed my mind now i want my, all my clients i want yours too he's like bring me my numbers which really puts this like secretary in a really weird position this is what i also understand okay so he's just been fired yep 
Yeah, he's in his work office and he's still working. I guess end of the day. I don't know what you want to call it. Okay. I, I I don't think it would happen. If you fired someone, I imagine you don't have to sit in your office and try and use our phone line to win no, people to your new exactly. business. Exactly, yeah, it just seemed odd. But I think it gave us the visuals of him seeing everybody else on, on their phones yeah, and then yeah, him yeah. freaking out and his embarrassment being public. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it's one of those things where the, the, the needs of a movie outweigh the needs of, a, of what would really happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the race is on to land as clients and it's not going well. Ka- special mention to Kathy Sanders, the one client who's like, Jerry, it's so horrible. <laughs> they've done to you. Hang on a minute. There's, there's call the waiting. And she goes to her line and he goes, hello. He's like, still me. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut to Bob Sugar and he's like, Kathy, why are you crying? <laughs> It was good. And he finally gets a hold of Rod Tidwell. Rod Tidwell, played by Cuba Gooding Jr. He's great in this. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Uh, Damon Wayans and McKelty Williamson. Bubba. I was, oh. You know what? I was getting a Damon Wayans vibe for a second, especially the way that he, he is at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably before Damon Wayans is Damon Wayans, at least in the mainstream. Yeah. yeah. I still think Cuba Gooden was a good choice. He was oh, a good choice. I, I think so too. Uh, Jamie Foxx unsuccessfully auditioned for this role good, as well. Uh, I don't like Jamie Foxx. When Cuba Gooden Jr., check this out, first read for the part of the studio, he did so with Robin Williams, what? assuming Williams wow. was going to be playing Jerry Maguire. However, Tom Cruise had already been hired, and Williams was simply, simply substituting as a favor. Wow. Gooding went on to co star with Williams in What Dreams May Come. That's a hell of a favor. Yeah. Just come and read with someone? Maybe from the building? Still. Yeah. That's Robin Williams, though, isn't it? Sure, it's the same as like Harrison Ford being like, oh, I'm a carpenter, I'll just read some Star Wars for you. Jerry leaves, uh, and he has this moment where he has to leave in front of everybody, where he stops to watch him and goes, you know, I'm not going to flip out. And he kind of acts a little bit nuts. And he tries to get everybody to leave with him and only one person does he also steals a fish calls it flipper you can also <laughs> see that his secretary she she's she's upset by this i think she's got a personal connection to jerry because you she would does. you would yeah ethan did this seem at all familiar to you no really should it yes oh no how do you not see the parallels between this and the michael scott pipe paper company oh my god yeah, so they're directly referencing that in the office when this happens. That makes so much so sense. So when Michael now. leaves and Pam's the only one who will go with him, it's like right out of this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My go. mind is like yeah. completely blown. This thing that I already knew and this thing that I didn't know is now the influence yeah. of the thing I already knew. Wow. So yeah. Um, to be fair, at least I'm like, wow, Jeremy McGuire ripped off at the office. Yeah, it's not that. <laughs> uh, a guy and the girl get on the elevator and there's some sign language and a kiss. And uh, it turns out that... Um, Dorothy says her favorite aunt was uh, deaf, and uh, she learned some ASL to speak to her. And so the, what they said was, you, you complete me. Technically, what he signs is, you make me whole. I was going to say, uh, yeah, because yeah. I, 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 I interpret that as world. You are my world. I think you make me whole is what that yeah, was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, then we meet, he's better at the, at the airport, but she's better to talk about now. We meet Laurel Boyd, played by Bonnie Hunt. I like her. Mm. I've seen her in other things. Me, I didn't bother looking it up, but she must have done something. She's very good. Oh, yeah. What has she been in? Bonnie Hunt is a name that like sounds familiar, but I think I might be thinking of someone else. All right. Salient point. Thanks for adding. Bonnie no, Hunt. Like, I th- I, oh, what's, what's it? Uh, something Hunt. Um, Helen Hunt? Yep, that's okay. it. Yeah, Helen Hunt, who was in Twister and won an Oscar for As Good As It Gets. I love Helen Hunt. She's the, she's the love interest in Jumanji. And oh, she's, is she really? Yeah, she's in The Green Mile as well. 
Really? Yeah. Who is she in the Green Mile? John Edgecombe. Don't know who She's that is. another female in another movie. I can't remember what it's called. Well, why? She, she's Sally in Cars. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you say it like I say, was going to go, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Cars. I, I thought she looked familiar. <laughs> yeah. She's got a good bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> Cheaper by the dozen. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's, she's Steve Martin's uh, wife in that. okay, yeah. She's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Bonnie Hunt says she felt her character is the audience's point of view. Maybe. Or maybe she's telling the audience how he should feel. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think she acts in that role. Tom Cruise admits later he did not remember Bonnie Hunt was in Rain Man when they worked together in it. At first he thought she's she in was. Rain Man. At first she thought she was joking when she said they'd worked together before. Here's our Tom Cruise as a douche moment. Oh, <laughs> God. Tom, Tom, Tom. We, Tom. Need, we need a sound effect for that. Um, she then says Ray shouldn't be left with a divorced women's club. And this is uh, Dorothy, not, not, not Laurel. Mm. And the divorced women's club. Remember I said, see that woman there? Yep. Yeah. The one who's talking about, I finally got in touch with my anger. Cameron yeah. Crowe's mother. Oh. Wow. wow. Good on you. Oh. Karen, why not? Uh, there's a pep talk from uh, whatever her name was, Ashley Amber. Someone. Something. Some of a day. Says, you are, you go to Texas and you get Kush. You are Jerry Maguire. You are the king of the living room. He goes, you know, you're the one who told me there's no such thing as loyalty. And he goes, well, I was trying to sleep with you, which I guess means that she must have been like attached. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And she goes, well, well, it worked. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, you are not a loser. And he does a double take with the rest of us going, who should I think about being a loser? And she goes, oh, nobody, but you should go get your flights. <laughs> so clearly at this point, we can tell she's starting to think differently. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we go to Texas, and Jerry and Cush decide they're still in business together because Cush's dad has a whole, like, you have my word. It's stronger than Oak. And there's a lot of talk about he'll go to Denver or San Diego. And I'm sorry, any agent who's like, I can control which one of the two of them will draft you, absolute BS. There is no way he can influence that. Oh, okay. A draft? That's if someone, if someone wants you, someone wants you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so there's hardly as a sports fan going, that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Jerry wants to celebrate in the car, but he can't find the right song. <laughs> I don't know if one of them was like, take my breath away or what it was. No. Oh, was, what was it? That? I forget. The second one was like a ballad. Yeah. Oh. But the third one he gets is Tom Petty, and I'm free. Free. Jump the chord structure. That's okay. Uh, I, I know how to play Free Fall, actually. It's one of the few songs. Yeah. Uh, I love that song. I think this might be my first introduction to this song. Might have been this movie. Oh, it's wow. great. great yeah. song. Well, Tom Petty. Um, have you ever had that moment where you want to like celebrate with a song and you're like, I want to sing like, Nothing's on. Yeah. The world before we had Bluetooth, folks. Oh, yeah. You had to depend on the radio. I still don't have Bluetooth. Yeah, so you must still be doing this, or putting, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> and he's got such joy. He does. He's he's joyful. Yeah. Tom Cruise does joyful well. He does. And he says to Dorothy, "We get back. We are back. We are so so very back." And next thing you know, they're like driving to the draft. It was a bit of a weird like cut. Mm. And um, they're gonna go, and Rod's gonna meet them for the draft as well. And uh, as they're headed up there, Jonathan Lipnicki one day showed up to the set telling everyone that the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so Cameron Crowe wrote it into the script. That's I love great. that. Do you think that's why Tom Cruise laughed? Uh, I don't. Maybe because Jerry keeps coming back with like sports sport statistics. Well, did you know this? And the kid goes, "Did you know that bees and dogs can smell fear?" <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Nobody goes." Did you know that my neighbor has two rabbits? And, uh, whatever it was, he goes, <laughs> no, "You got that? me." 
When Dorothy and Ray drop off Jerry at the airport and look at the family saying goodbye, there's a mother and a child and a father. And I said, did you see those people there? You did, yeah. Those are the stand-ins for Tom Cruise, Renee Zellweger, and Jonathan Lipnicki. Oh, wow. that's cool. Uh, give them a moment. Nice to get in. Yeah, it's nice. It is. It's nice. I mean, it's a draft. Rod feels out of place. Some kid comes up to him and goes, are you Hootie? <laughs> Do you get this? No. Hootie and the Blowfish, Hootie right? and the Blowfish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hootie and the Blowfish were massive in 95. So this is like I 96. I do know of Hootie and the Blowfish, but oh, I didn't. There's nothing uh, I can do. I only want to be with you. Oh, was that was that? Yeah. Oh, okay. They also did uh, Let Her Cry, If Her Tears Fall Down Like Rain. Don't remember that one. Uh, oh, they had one more big hit. Oh, Hold My Hand. But the big one was, I only want to be with you. Yeah. You and me, we come from different worlds. I know that one. I teach academy and you sell people records. That doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's right. Ten um, points for trying, though. Thank you very much. Um, and he, uh, Rod says he feels like he's five years late for the prom, and they walk the floor. And we're told he has 110 catches and 1,500 yards. This shouldn't be an issue. He should be getting paid. I would be drafting Rod Tidwell in the first round of the fantasy football draft. With those stats. Oh, okay. I, I don't so know about The stats. unbelievable part is a good season is like 1,000 yards. Oh, okay. Well, oh, yeah, a good season, like a great season is 1,000 yards or 100 catches. Yeah, yeah. He's got 110 catches and 1,500 yards. Uh, sign him. <laughs> this shouldn't be, and, and he's like getting chump change. He shouldn't be an issue whatsoever. He's like, oh, he's difficult to work. He's good. His mouth, can't though? Be. No, no. Do you think as he's been, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, it's just, the, 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 the one that's make him sound movie. good. I, I think it's a movie, a movie moment. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a sports fan going, wait, did he really say so? I Googled it and I went, yeah, 1,500 yards. I'm like, shut up. Rod hates Reebok. Because and then you go to the next room and Kush has all the Reebok, yeah, Reebok yeah, yeah. everywhere. TriStar received merchandise and marketing services of over 1.5 million from Reebok in exchange for incorporating a commercial into the film and depicting the Reebok brand within certain agreed upon standards. When the film was theatrically released, the commercial had been left out and a tirade, including broadsides against Reebok, was included. When the film aired on television, the Reebok commercial had been embedded into the film as originally agreed upon. If you look at the special edition DVD of the film, there is the commercial as bonus content <laughs> and jerry goes into cush's and some some guy who works at the hotel who's got himself two pairs of reeboks and he's like oh i'm just tired of talking i don't want to do it anymore so he goes i'll answer the phone for it. everyone I'm like yeah that's cool this felt like a very weak storyline reason to get this betrayal across yeah but he tom cruise says it's cush <laughs> and it turns out it's bob sugar uh, who then um tells them all yeah we're good we're all set and so jerry challenges Cush's dad and says, tell me you didn't sign because I'm still in the kind of moved by my word is stronger than Oak. And Cush's dad is a bit racist. A bit? Yeah. We were we signed an hour bit. ago when you were down there with the black fella. Yes. Yeah. Now, I, I remembered a different word in that place. So less racist than I remembered. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh. Not, not, not the, the yeah. N word, but just referring to back in the day, you would have had like a white drinking fountain and a drinking fountain uh, for yeah. different adjective yeah. that's what i thought he said and he didn't uh, uh, so okay, i'm like all right okay. so I'm, I'm like oh he's getting better oh. um but yeah Kush dad's a bit racist. You, straight away you turn on him though <laughs> yeah and Kush, and it makes you it makes you feel kind of better that you're not he's not sided with him yeah but, and i, I think know. Kush is i think the kid jerry connell who kind of just doesn't it disappears after this yeah very much um i think he's just caught in the middle yeah. 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 Well, he's even like, I just want to play football. Yeah, I just want to play football. 
Uh, and then we go back to Jerry and Avery because Avery's working the NFL draft, which is set up in like a conference room. Looks like that. Yeah. Whereas now it's like in like stadiums, not arenas, arenas. Oh, okay. to put it. Yeah. So you go like Madison Square Garden and do a draft there. And fans would be in attendance, and they'd have the whole floor for the NFL Oh, teams. they make more of it now. And it's, it's definitely a TV event now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Jerry dumps Avery, which I yeah. forgot. I thought it went the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. He and she seemed really, really proud by this. With <laughs> she, yeah. she doesn't get dumped. She makes it quite clear. She's strong. She does not get dumped. And then she kind of like has a moment, and he kind of approaches her. And we get a point of view shot of her just punching him in the face. It's funny. And then kneeing him in the groin. <laughs> and then we one of the best uses of the like old uh y sports agent because it cuts them going you know roll with the punches tomorrow's <laughs> another day and i appreciated the pun on punches and jerry has another crisis because he and he wants to know he's drunk he's gone from like he's leaving with they go to the taxi he's fine yeah. we go to the airport lounge jerry's drunk rod's fine they must yeah. have cut something out. There must have been something. Yeah. Jerry wants to know why Rod's still with him. And Rod's like, basically, it's about loyalty, isn't it? I'm sticking yeah. around because I said I would. And the conversation continues on the plane. And they're trying to have this conversation. And all I can think is, Rod, you're supposed to be cool. You're wearing these lame headphones they used to give you on the plane. Oh, yeah, that yeah. brought me back. Because it would have two prongs rather than one. So you couldn't nick them because <laughs> they'd be useless. Yeah, yeah. Because one went to each ear. So even if you did like like try and like chop one off. You'd only get one ear worth that wasn't worth stealing. <laughs> oh, brutal. Uh, so I'm like, and they're like, it's ugly gray. I'm like, you cannot pull these off. You still took them though, didn't you? No, no. I didn't take those. <laughs> uh, Dorothy invites Jerry over and Laurel thinks it's a bad idea and goes, he better not be good looking. And they open the door and he's like, he looks good. He does. And Ray-Ban must have had a deal with this movie. Must have oh, done. Everybody's wearing Ray-Bans yeah. all the time. If I yeah. could describe this movie in one, it's sunglasses. Sunglasses, the it's- movie. <laughs> Everyone has one at some point. Even Tom Everett Scott from That Thing You Do is kind of going, guys, cool, cool it with the shades. Cool man, it with the shades, yeah. <laughs> um, and so she introduces herself as I'm Dorothy's disapproving sister, Laurel. <laughs> you I, might remember me in Rain Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you might not remember me from Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't it. But what do you know? We were just watching Rain Man on the TV. Hey, it's... Doesn't she look like me? Looks like me, I think. Um, Jerry tells Dorothy he's single, and then he turns his back, and she has like a little bit of a happy dance or something. Yeah, yeah. she's like, Ooh. yeah. Um, no, one, no one can see that. What was the point of me doing that? Laurel, yeah, that's a good point. Laurel and Dorothy <laughs> argue about Jerry, and they get like these frosted mugs, and then her jumper just eats some chicken wings. Yeah, because you it was it was the least casual. Like if that happened in front of Jerry, or she had like take her shirt off, and he sort of stumbles in. Yeah, would have been one of those like, oopsie. I thought that's where that was I going. I thought it was going yeah. there. Because yeah, I haven't seen this. We didn't mention this. Usually we do it at the start. Who'd seen it before? I'd seen it before Liam had you hadn't, right, Ethan? Yeah, this is my first time. And I hadn't seen, I haven't seen this Liam in like at least 15 years. I've seen it once. Really? Yeah. Okay. It used to be on fairly regular rotation at some point. I thought my sister, but maybe not. She left a message that made me go, oh, maybe she didn't watch it that often. Mm. Maybe it was when I was married. Don't know. Um, so then we go to... Um, Jerry and Ray in the living room. Ray's supposed to be asleep, and he comes on out, and there's a scene where Jerry and Ray now speak in the living room, and this one's completely ad-libbed. Is it? I love that. Cameron Crowe wanted to create a genuine feel between the two and did so by not having any real written dialogue for the particular scene. And Rod's on the phone and doesn't like that Ray's answering the phone. He's like, give me my agent. Give me my agent. <laughs> and then Ray's like, you talk too much. <laughs> 
And eventually, he's sitting in the bath with the foam on his head yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You can't take him he's, seriously he's a, anyway. He's a great dad, isn't he? He is yeah. a great dad. At which point, like, what time are they having a bath? Because Ray's in bed. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Who knows? Uh, Ray wants to go to the zoo. <laughs> and Jerry's drunk. She's like, the fucking zoo's closed. He goes, oh, <laughs> that was you brilliant. said fuck. You said fuck. And he goes, yeah. oh, I did. He goes, I won't tell. <laughs> you knew that was going to be a good relationship. Oh, it was so good. So good. In comes Dorothy, and he's like, oh, my mom's coming. I got to go. And he disappears behind the couch. Do you think he's gone? Think and then a minute later, he's like, I got to go. He's coming. He's brilliant. He's such an adorable In kid. In comes Dorothy. Uh, the beer steins are way too big for one bottle of beer to be in them. Uh-huh. Jerry makes a speech and then realizes he's drunk. And then he makes a move and he just realizes his hand is on Renee Zellweger's, oh, sorry, on Dorothy's breast. <laughs> and it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Little. He works for, she works for him. She clearly idolizes him. Yeah, but he'd pick up on that. But she invited them over knowing he was a bit vulnerable, I think. I don't think, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, Especially because there's there's a part that we didn't where they're like uh, her and her sister are choosing uh, something to wear and, she's and like, she chooses oh, the sexy I need, option. Yeah, I need to choose the sexy one. Yeah, because she 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 will admit like, oh, I I knew what I was doing. You were vulnerable. I she took advantage. Three lovers in four years. I think she said. Yeah, yeah. So right. <laughs> you know she's she's definitely wanting something. Yeah. So I think maybe neither one of them is right and both of them are wrong. But I Jerry's think. not a predator here. Yeah, no, no. No, no, no. It's not like he's forcing herself upon her because she's... And when he, and when he realizes she, where yeah. his hand is... Now, I'm not saying that's a good first move at all. I'm not <laughs> saying you have the right to put your hand on her breast and then go, Oopsie. oh, whoops, you're not you're not into this. But I am going... You the movie make, tells us it's okay, I guess. I don't know. you got to make breast of the situation. Oh, I think it's because her, her reaction is... That's a is memory a, I'm not getting back. Because she's not I feel like, tip, upset oh, by it. She's even just like, oh, no, it's it's okay, and like sort of leans into it. But it's, okay, maybe, it's, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's one of those things like both their eyes go down. It's a really weird there. dynamic either way. It didn't seem awkward. It just seemed um, more, you know, like... I guess more of a... Boston th- is this... Po- oh, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, was, okay. it wasn't like a, like a, oh my god, this is awkward or anything. Like that. No, no, this isn't. No, at, at no point am I thinking Jerry's. It, I think Jerry's made a mistake, but I don't think Jerry's in the wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Um, and then we've got this is where it would benefit from Georgia going. Yeah, I totally get you, and I feel <laughs> I feel a lot better about myself. Still vindictive. <laughs> it's like vindictive. it's like it's vindicated. Vindicated. Yes. There's no vindictive. I mean, that, that means like I'm angry and want to hurt someone. You know what I mean. There's no victim in it, but no one's right either. I think, just, I think you've got it there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we then he just stumbles off drunk. She kind of laughs and closes the door. So we all go, okay, I think we're all right. Yeah. Uh, at training camp, Rod touches a touchdown and then eats a goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so much. Was that supposed to happen? Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay. The camera was set up to catch that. Absolutely it was. Uh, he doesn't seem like a bit of a klutz though, really. I think it's, I don't know what Do it's supposed what I mean? to show, yeah. Jerry gets stood up when talking about a contract, and uh, when he finally calls the coach up on it, he goes, he's a shrimp, which is true. Cubigan Jr. is not, because he's the same size as Tom Cruise, basically. Is he? <laughs> There's lots of shots of them walking together. Mm. So, yeah, they're yeah, about the same size. Ever, so kind of like. ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. He is small on the side to be a receiver, so they made it part of the script, which props to you. Mm. Uh, they always just shrimp. This is a result of Cameron Crowe being told by someone Cubic and Jr. is too short to be a wide receiver. And it's like, well, you've cast him now. <laughs> Better put a line in the script. Nice. Jerry's talking to Rod about his contract, but Rod has a chip on his shoulder. 
Um, he's like, lose the attitude. And he goes, oh, you're telling me to dance. Now, we kind of saw a little bit of this in Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, the did, whole yeah. idea about being like, you know, an entertainer and what does that mean to be? And it's a conversation that really I don't have access to, but it does speak about a line of, you know, uh, white audiences allowing black um, athletes, black personnel in general to be entertainers, but not taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And so he says, I am an athlete. I'm not an entertainer. And this is where we get the famous help me. Help, help you. you because rod is kind of out to lunch no one's asking you to dance no. what you're being asked to do is just don't be such a like irritated guy all the time yeah yeah, yeah. i feel be like happy he's 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 skirting between like diva and just trying to be like a bit of a jokey dick yeah i think yeah. you're right and uh so <laughs> rod's reaction is he just kind of laughs at jerry with the help me help you line because it really is a little bit over dramatic <laughs> and they wander into the into the next room and jerry's like i'm leaving i'm leaving he goes all right all right i'll be helping me helping you <laughs> and we see his backside um those are some legit butt cheeks really his for well, those of you who are curious it's like for cuba it took cuba cuba i don't know why i said cuba. me either it took a full two days for cuba gooding jr <laughs> and tom Caruse. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Brady for some no, reason. To film the shower scene. And Cuba Gooding Jr. was not shy about stripping down. He dropped his pants in his audition. Now, pants, I think, means trousers, not, yes, not yes, underwear. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the Help Me Help You was the audition scene. Oh. Yeah. We find out Jerry's almost bankrupt, and he promises Dorothy that he won't take advantage of her again. And she's like, good. It's important that we have boundaries. Yes, it really, really is. Okay, <laughs> so you never both- do that? No, we'll never do that again. Do you want to go out for dinner? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and as a result, Jerry crashes the divorced woman's club, which uh, is funny. And he meets Chad, the au pair, an underdeveloped character. I felt, yeah, and yeah. where he went anyway. They couldn't make up their mind if they wanted him to be in this or not be in this. I so it's the latest scene. Yeah. I would imagine he a lot of his stuff might have got cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and we see out comes Renee Zellweger in the uh, in her dress, and uh, it's, it's a nice, nice little black dress. Yes, nice. And a great line. That's more of an address as an Audrey Hepburn movie. That is, great yeah, line. Great line. Uh, Ray wants a hug, and he gives Jerry gives Ray a hug, and then he gives Ray gives Jerry a kiss. Oh, oh. it is. I mean, how can you not love? It melts this? your heart. Yeah, I think every guy gets put like through the shoes of like Jerry now, and we just love this kid. Yeah, and then Bruce, the boss, starts to sing. Oh, I love this song. Oh, I, love I really do. Yeah. I'm not a huge Springsteen guy, but I love oh. this song. Sometimes, when, I think the older I get, the more I, the more I appreciate. Bruce. When you, you know how when you listen to a song, you listen not really for the words as such. You listen to the melodies. You listen to the. What oh, catch. I think if you listen to Bruce, you need to listen for the. For, the yeah, that's what I'm trying to li- say. Oh, okay, <laughs> sorry. That's what I set me up for. Go, <laughs> Go again. <laughs> That was what I set me up for with the old Bruce Springsteen because the lyrics, you have to listen to them to really appreciate them. He's a poet. Oh, He's an absolute poet. So is. There's, there's a movie I watched the, uh, last year called Blinded by the Light, which is about uh, a kid who falls in love with Bruce Springsteen music. And I oh, I, I really got into Bruce Springsteen music because of it. And it, yeah. it, it's, oh, it really sh- shines a light, really, on like his, his craft. It's fantastic. Springsteen would never have been an artist today if he was... Starting out today, he'd never make it because his first few albums didn't really go anywhere. No, people didn't really quite get him. Entertainment in general would be so much different. So much different. We'd lose so many great artists. Yeah. Um, The first season of Seinfeld never would have made it through. Like, his ratings were abysmal. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. Short attention spans. Yeah. People want to give up and just blow it up and try again. Um, And so... 
Um, Laurel's got a bad feeling about this, and they go on the date, and Jerry won't shut up about his ex. <laughs> uh, Dorothy starts one, and I think this is intentionally a plan, and then goes, let's not tell our sad stories. Why do people always go on about their exes? I they- think I have done this. I'm not sure if they're not on a date. Here's a part. It just seems odd when to, you're in to a relationship. About- when you're in a relationship. Yeah, go on. And you're sharing about your life. Surely that relationship is part of your life. Yeah. Rather than rather than censor that and go, here's about my life, and I'm going to edit out like it's a Facebook wall and I'm taking the photos yeah. down so they don't count anymore. That journey's part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. True, it, it makes you the person you are sometimes. So if you see so. something on a screen, you go, oh, that reminds me of an ex I had who, you know, this, that sort of thing used to happen, didn't like that. Or, oh, you know, I've been there once. Who with? Oh, um... My sister, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, like no, it's got, right. it's got to be, you know, it's about not being insensitive with it. But sometimes those things are things you're working through. It's part of what's made you who you are. Yeah, but sometimes people talk about every ex they've been through. You're just like, you don't really need to talk about every. No, you don't. Know, I mean, there's this. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that it's open season all the time. No. But what I'm arguing against is just this absolute censorship. You should never talk oh, about no, your ex. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying why just keep going on and on and on about one and then the other. And, and then, then have enough self-awareness to realize when you are going on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's all. Um, and so uh, end of a night, because they just go, okay, we're done. They do a dissolve, and now it's the end of a date, and they're going back up. <laughs> Uh, he goes to kiss um, Dorothy, but pulls back, oh. and then she instigates it, grabs oh, his this. head, and goes for the kiss. Yeah, we know. You were all like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> you me. You forgot where you were for I a did, second. I did, I did. They say goodnight, and then he takes her jacket off and uh, takes her straps and kind of gives him a flick. Tell me that's st- an ad lib. The strap breaks. Kind of yes, kind of no, in oh, the sense okay. that uh, the dress was rigged to rip like it did. Okay. They had to shoot this a lot though because it kept breaking at the wrong time. Oh, really? So they'd shoot it, and then it's, you know, it would just, it would just, it would just, it would just rip. And that would be it. I want to see the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, her dress doesn't fall down, does it? No, I guess not. No. So sorry, Renee. <laughs> um, so he takes. So when he does pull the, the the straps back, they sort of rip a little bit. I just thought it like snapped off or something like that. Yeah. Um, it just seems odd to do that. He kissed, well, it gave a moment for him to sort of spontaneously. Yeah, I don't know, I just, I just seemed old. Anyway, he kisses her on her collarbone. I want to say upper chest, but collarbone area might yeah. be a bit more appropriate. Just to, to sort of give you an idea where it was. And then he disappears out of the shop for a moment. Does he? Yeah. Oh, oh he completely drops. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought and you he's... meant like he's not like in the next shot. No, no, he just, no, no, he no, I just realized, out of I the just realized yeah. what you meant. I thought you meant that like there was a continuity nope, error. Nope. I don't know exactly. I mean, he was, I don't, oh, he does come up with the straps. I know what it, I know he, it He's is. there for a while. He took his heels off. Is that what it was? <laughs> this, this scene is five minutes of really uncomfortable foreplay. Oh, I, see, I think it's really sexy. I think it's good. I think it's really sexy. I, I do. think it's good. Yeah, I think it's because it's Tom Cruise, and I'm just like, I don't find this man sexy. So it just oh. the 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 sexual chemistry just see because you've grown up with post couch jumping Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah, this is the thing. We knew Tom, Tom Cruise in yeah. the '80s when yeah. he was a heartthrob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't have Top Gun. Okay, there you this. go. This is borderline. Yeah, this is the end of this run. End it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she goes, I think you should not come in. <laughs> he goes, okay. <laughs> he goes. Or come in, depending on how you feel. He goes, well, what do you think? She goes, well, I don't really have the same choice. I live here. I have to go in. <laughs> and then she goes, are you sure you, you want to come in? He goes, oh, yeah. And she goes, good. 
I've been there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then he goes in there, and there's Chad the au pair, and finds out the date's still going, so he goes out with a little bit of a psych-up speech for Tom. It's been yeah. weird. Is Chad yeah. into her? No, I don't think so. Because I got that vibe he was into her, no. and he was, like, you know, playing the long game. No, I don't know. They don't really give us enough to find out. They don't, do they? Based on this next scene, I don't think so. Because he comes on out and says, treat her right. He goes, I will. He goes, and I want you to use this. And you get the idea, but he's getting like a condom out. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I thought was going. And it's like a jazz tape, because he said he was going to teach, uh, teach Ray about jazz. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, oh, okay. And he goes inside, and she's really nervous. We get that because, you know, as she opens the door, he's kind of flexing, <laughs> and she shuts it, and then she's all embarrassed and kind of jumps on him. Her dress comes off very quickly. They roll into bed, and uh, he goes, you know, this is going to change everything. And she goes, promise? <laughs> good line there actually yeah, yeah. very good and then as we go on we realize it's not actually a score we're listening to they've put the jazz tape on they have yeah. and I they go this. what is this music because it goes in this like crazy little jazzy riff <laughs> the song playing when dorothy and jerry first have sex is haitian fight song by charles mingus <laughs> and he did say i put a little mingus on there for you so there we go that's funny uh, the morning after, Laurel wants some details and then calls Jerry a bottom feeder and basically calls out her sister for taking advantage yeah. of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she goes on, you know something? I love him. I love him. Oh, I love him. And we see Jerry's awake. And she goes, I love door. him for the man he wants to be. And I love him for the man. And I'm hoping she's going to say already is. Yeah. And she goes, almost is. Oh, I know. Oh, I don't like that. I don't. So, so, so just, the women out there in the universe listen to the podcast i'm sorry i don't dig the people who are like i'm gonna change him because he, she didn't want to be second best with him did she no so you know almost yeah when it comes to relationship make it like, sound second oh, best this person's attractive but i want to change them so i like them now yeah that's not how that works that's no. not how intimacy works i do like this scene and then she goes Man, he almost is. I love him. I love him. And you hear Ray go, hi, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and he almost goes back into the room and goes like, this is getting yeah. weird now. <laughs> it's brilliant. I don't know. I mean, if I think my alarms would be up on, on Dorothy with the whole I love him, I love him, I love him thing. Yeah, yeah. a bit too, bit too. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so he walks in. He goes, ladies. And Laurel's like, coffee, Jerry? And he's, he remembers, because we'd forgotten it, thanks to me. I love him. I love him. I love him mm. thing. He goes, no, we bottom feeders prefer our cereal first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and eat some cereal with Ray. And their relationship is so good. So oh, it's good. fantastic. Uh, and then he's got to get off to the office, because there's an offer coming in for Rod. It's only $1.7 million over three years. That's not $1.7 million a year. That's $1.7 million total over three years. I'll take that, yeah. Oh, not for the numbers he's putting up. No. <laughs> I'll take that note. At which point then we get told by Dorothy, she goes, you know, he's broke, 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 broke. <laughs> I can't he's say working well team for free. <laughs> and then she pauses. I'm sorry. I'm just not as good as the insults as she is. <laughs> they keep good and Judy goes, that's pretty good. Well, actually, it's, it's, it's the woman who goes, no, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> and Rod wants Jerry to tell him what to do. He says, Jerry, tell me what to do. You want me to do stuff? I'll do stuff. What is it you want me to do? Yeah. And Marcy's the one who tells him what to do. Oh, so good. She's good. You're going to play out that lame-ass contract. Yeah. yeah they, they are a partnership. Yeah. yeah. That is great. I love it. I love um, their partnership 
over anybody else's in this film. Yep. Mm. Oh, they're the cu- they're, if you have couple goals, it's not Jerry oh, and no. Dorothy. There's no. a scene later. I'm like, this, yeah, this yeah. is this is the dream. Um, he says, you know, if you reject the contract and you get hurt, you get zero. He goes, I bet on me like sorry, you bet on me like I bet on you. I won't get hurt. Yeah. And there's our ticking time bomb. That was what if he gets in hurt. My ear later yeah. on. Yeah, it's got to be there, right? Yeah. It's, it is like, is it, is, is it hubris? What is this? Mm. And so we go to the camel commercial for a local car dealership. <laughs> the camel really was a problem. It chased Tom Cruise, <laughs> bit Cuba Gooding Jr., and it stomped on a crew member. Oh, no. Yeah. Not like it stomped on his head and made, like, it turned him into like, one of those accordion people or something. <laughs> you missed my joke. What was it? I said, did they all get the hump? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it was a dry joke, sir. <laughs> it was. Uh, so Jerry pulls it from the commercial. Jerry comes for adv- Oh, Jerry then says, let me ask you a question. You ever date a single woman? And he goes, well, I don't want to date one, but I was raised by one. And he goes, look, she loves you. Flat and you out, can clearly see that. And we, as the audience, we know this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you don't love her, you have to tell her. And he goes, "Her kid's amazing." And he goes, "I hear you, but no." He says, "I hear you, but a real man doesn't shoplift the pooty from a single mother." <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. And then he looks. Down. I don't think I knew what that meant in 1996. No, no. A few words. I don't know what they meant in 1996. Cubigan Jr. has since claimed that women come up to him all the time and says, my boyfriend never shoplifts the pooty. <laughs> I'd laugh every time we have there's, that. There's your legacy. Yeah. Um, and then Jerry says goodbye to his single life. Because um, Dorothy's going to go take the, the job in San Diego, which had been mm. dropped throughout. There's a job. What is it? The job in San Diego. Um, and she's going to drive a U-Haul. Anybody ever drive a U-Haul? No. I can't drive. You so can't drive. Legally, so. no. I've driven a U-Haul. Yeah. I would yeah. want to drive one in this country. So is a U-Haul, is that something that is like a furniture removal place, but it's... Um, no, U-Haul's just renting your truck. Yeah, but you're moving your furniture, aren't you? You're moving... Well, you use it for whatever you want. But yeah, typically people use it for house moves. But not, 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 not exclusively. That's clever. Oh, okay. Just anything that you want to move. Are they quite cheap to, to rent? And stuff? Uh, well, <laughs> right, you're going to go into business? We can get one set up over here? <laughs> yeah. They're reasonable. Yeah. There, there, is, have, there is we, like a, a deposit you got to pay, which they try to rip me off on a couple of times. We, yeah. we could have we haul. We, we haul. <laughs> Instead of you haul. <sighs> Them haul. I'm trying to think of a good joke, but I'm coming up empty, so I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> yeah, probably. Better. Unlike Holy you, I'm just going to hold it back. All notes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I was really proud of that to no avail. Yeah. That's what it is. See, I thought I fell flat, but you know, you're a whole different level. Uh, <laughs> Bring back Georgia. Yeah. yeah. She brings back me. That's what the audience is saying here. <laughs> so, um, Lord, so she's going to go leave and, and Ray's heartbroken. Ray's absolutely heartbroken. But you can clearly see he's heartbroken here. This Kids is what, doing a good job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Laurel narrates the whole thing as Jerry proposes. Uh, the kid previously went, just go. Just go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite sad, but Liam, <laughs> Liam, Liam, Liam was cracking up in the movie going, ah, the kid's sad. No, <laughs> it was a sad moment. <laughs> but the way you deliver it was funny. <laughs> just, just, just go ahead and go. Liam's going to give his 10 to any film that has a sad child. Well, are you saying that I, Are you saying that, that didn't have heart? <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Going no, you didn't have heart. That heart. 
Because I want to tend the moment, but the way you say it, it's not. It's more comedic and funny. When you leave tonight, I'm just going to say, just go ahead and go. <laughs> Hurt my feelings. Oh, I love you, dude. Uh, <laughs> Are we good? So, yeah? yeah, we're good. Uh, so he proposes, and uh, she, she says, don't say that. Well, say it if you mean it. And so the... I don't know if you notice this. He looks at Ray. Then yes. he looks at her and goes, will you marry me? Yes. He's doing this to keep Ray. Because the he, if they split up, it was going to be, you're, the you guys are friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't want to be his friend. He wants to be his dad. Oh. So he didn't want to just go. <laughs> just go. We go to the wedding. Uh, we have a shotgun wedding, though, isn't it? A bit quick. And, quick, yeah. Because you know I mean? they need to get her onto his insurance. Uh, and so the quicker they get married the quicker they can now pay for his medical care under her insurance but the shot is from ray like it's just a tight close-up on ray you just oh, see the, you just see like the two torsos beside him <laughs> mm. and he keeps lifting the rings up too early and he's able to push them down it's brilliant it's great it's so funny it's great and then we go to mother mother being sung by rod yeah. is that what's going on is that what you see um what's going that? on that one isn't it yeah that's what i think it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got in my notes, what bride wears sunglasses? How much did Ray-Ban pay for this? Yeah, this is when I was like, too many sunglasses. Yeah. I want to know if Cuba Gooden Jr. actually said, do you want me to sing in this? Do you want me to give it a whirl? It was great. Because that kind of goes on a little bit, and he's not the best singer. I love he? the idea that Rod R- R- Simmel's but just got nothing to do on the weekends, but sing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what bride, oh, I got that already. Um, there's a toast with Laurel <laughs> after Jerry cleans up all the beer, and she goes, hey, hey, he goes, hey, he goes, she goes, you fuck this up, I'll kill you. I love it. Yep. Uh, at the game, Rod's having a good game. Um, Jerry warns management they're going to miss Rod next year. Avery calls him a loser as she walks by. Ooh, Kelly, why? Rod makes another catch, and his son stands up and goes, That's my mofo! <laughs> this is how I learned this word. I had never... Really? I'm, like, I'm like, what is mofo? I'm like, and Google didn't exist at this point. I'm like, what? what's mofo? It's what she says next that makes no sense. Why don't you be the first man in this family not to say this word? Yeah, but he's already said it. I think as a regular part of your vernacular. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have so, we had the scene when they're watching the wedding video and you can physically oh, see... Oh, I haven't t- mentioned that yet. Yeah, you can, yeah. So they're watching the wedding video back the same day as the wedding. Cause, yeah. And um, you see Tom Cruise, you see Jerry's reaction and he's he's not having a good time. No, like the wedding has up. just... The wedding's over. Yeah. yeah. And he's rubbing his brow like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. Mm. Everyone else is really happy and it's tight on him. And we see her see that. Yeah. And Cuba sees it. Though. But and then, she, but he doesn't see that they've seen it. No. Yeah. Nor what they've seen. Yeah. 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 And then so, he, he goes to him and he like has a conversation. He's like, love your wife. No, yeah. no you, yeah. you haven't had that conversation, have you? <laughs> he goes, yeah, you didn't have a talk, did you? No. Um, he said, well, this is one way of doing it. Uh, <laughs> um, so the reporters ignore Rod after the game, which again, I call BS too. Mm. Yeah. Why would you yeah. do that? Because it's not like, oh, who, like, he had a good game. Everyone acknowledged he had a good game. Yeah. You're as good as your last game, and you? Jerry calls him out and goes, you want to know why you're not? Rock goes, hey, Jerry, how's your marriage? You don't, you didn't have to be here. You don't want to go home, do you? Home truth. And he goes, why'd you marry her? Why'd you marry her? He goes, she was loyal. He goes, what? She was loyal. He says, oh, he starts laughing at him, which got me to feel... It's not sexy, but it's an answer. Yeah. What have you won? A wonderful marriage. <laughs> um, and then Jerry tells him why he's not getting ten million next year. You don't play with heart. And he goes, No heart. Mm. He says, I'm all heart, motherfucker. Again, it's all he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. You know what he's explaining. He's got a huge chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And that's just both given home truths. I think that's the scene that was needed. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, he's not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> uh, there's a montage of Rod doing well, but getting hit throughout every process. I only, know. only one did he like run for a touchdown without getting hit. Everything else, he was getting hit hard. And you're like, ooh. Yep. Ah. And we did see at one point, how many concussions is that this year? Yes. Yep. Yeah, uh, the different time. I mean, shoot, concussion mm. now. I mean, if you had two or three concussions in a year, you would probably be done for the season. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, because that's a big thing now. Isn't it? Big thing now. Yeah, we, we we know more now. We do. Uh, there's a a double date at, at, a, at a shrimp place. I think. Yeah. Some of the mallet some, could be some, crab. Some seafood place. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a relationship off, and like oh, um, I love this. Marcy and Rod are just so in love. And like feeding each other food, feeding each other. Yeah. She's like, no, no more salt for you. Let's put some hot sauce on. No more salt. You've got a, you got a big thing. You've got some Monday night football coming up. Looking out for him. Yeah, looking out for him, and he appreciates it. He's not yeah, like, yeah. how dare you? Yeah. He's like, oh, you take good care of me. Um, and then she starts going in. Oh, but meanwhile they still got kissing, and then you know Jerry ever so slightly like starts like touching his wife's hand and kisses her gently on the shoulder while Pushing the other two are like hard. making They're out, each other. and it's clear that like. Jerry's doing this as like a way to try and like yeah, yeah, yeah. show, oh, I love you too. Yeah. And it's not working. Ooh. So so the fact that he that tries and fails is like, ooh, it'd be better if he didn't do anything. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. um, you could just say, it's just not who we are. They're that couple. We're th- and Jerry even says to him, not everybody can have what you have. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, there is that. Their relationship's not gonna be not gonna be Marcy and and Rod, even at the end of the end of the movie. That's not what they've got. But he also mentioned several times in the movie how he's um, got intimate issues. Intimacy issues, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. With, you know. He's good with being friends, but he's bad at being yeah. letting someone really in, which isn't explored enough in this movie. No, it's not. No. Um, and so he goes, but then Marcy goes into labor, and he's like, oh, oh, because she goes, <laughs> oh, baby. And he goes, mm, baby. He thinks it's all about him. She goes, oh, baby. He goes, mm, baby. <laughs> And she goes, no, no, baby. He goes, oh, baby. <laughs> and he goes, do you take a visa? Take it. And he leaves the visa card <laughs> on the table. Jerry, saved by the bell there. Yes, very much so. Mm. Jerry and Dorothy are trying to figure out in bed that night, they ask, why do you love me? Why do you love me? And then in comes Ray. He's like, can I watch TV with you guys? And Dorothy goes, just give us a few minutes. And he says, yeah, just for a few minutes. Yeah. And she sees him loving on Ray Ooh. and goes, Oh, I get it. Mm. And she does what Jerry couldn't do. She has the talk and talks in the backyard the next day and says, I think I fooled myself into thinking I could love um, I could love you enough for the both of us. Oh, it broke my heart. She says, maybe the trip is a nice long break. Uh, you and Ray. Sorry, this is about being friends. Jerry doesn't like that. She says, I've got this great guy and he sure loves my kid. And he sure likes me a lot. I'm not built like that. And he goes, what do you want? Do you want my soul? And she goes, yes. Yeah. Well, absolutely, well, I do. That's what I want. Who doesn't? Yeah. Come on, Tom. Jerry. Um, <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's a really understated scene. It's not like the big yelly scene. It's like a quiet sort of argument. But somehow yeah. that's even more impactful. And then we get like, and we get that, Bruce, Bruce comes back. Yeah. Like, oh, jeez. And he goes and he and he watches Ray sleep, and the fish is by Ray, and he looks at the the fish and says it was just a mission statement, and it's kind of the idea of like look at how the 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 the, the bouncing ball has 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 gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he cries, and there's an action match to him wearing shades at the airport, and we go to Monday Night Football, and Bob Sugar tries to hit up Rod, and you know what Rod is? 
Rod's loyal. He is very yeah. loyal. And we know Jerry appreciates loyalty. Yeah, and you can tell that he doesn't want to go with him, does he? He's, nope. he's not He's not having a bar of it. Uh, Jerry shows up, and there's mutual... Even though they're fighting, he turns down mm. Ro- Bob Sugar. Yeah, yeah, because they he, haven't made up yet. No. no, and he shows up, and he's like, thanks for coming, and they do like this like, shoulder barge thing that yeah, the yeah. guys do. Yeah, yeah, It's the way guys make up. It's just really kind of quick. Yeah. And there's a mutual admiration, and then ABC, and it was real announcers, say Arizona is still alive due to the surprising play of Rod Tidwell. He had 110 catches and 1,500 yards last year. <laughs> this is not a surprise. No. If fantasy football had existed when that was going on, everybody would know who Rod Tidwell is <laughs> because yeah. people would be all over social media going, Rod Tidwell's the man. He is the man. Uh, Rod's making big catches but getting hit hard, and his son looks upset. I think his son's name is Tyson? I think, yeah, Tyson, yeah. yeah. And, he, and Marcy goes, what does daddy always say? And he goes, it looks worse than it is. And then he makes a massive touchdown catch, but he gets hit and he like spirals around and like lands Oof. flat on the, on, the, on the grass. It did look mm-hmm. painful. And uh, they go to commercial because they, they linger. It wouldn't happen today. They'd cut away and talk to the broadcasters and let them do it. But uh, they go to commercial and then... Mar- uh, his brother, another underdeveloped character. Yeah. Um, we find it has one leg lost his leg in a bass fishing fishing accident which felt like it was a joke i think yeah but he gets assaulted by marcy because he does he says he's too small he's a midge he's a shrimp yeah it's like dude pick your pick your moments yeah Yeah. like she's wondering if her husband the father of her children is dead paralyzed what's that gonna mean yeah 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 and you know he's she's talking to jerry on the phone and jerry's like runs down and i not made that deal yet so no no like this is the you know this is you get hurt you lose it all yeah. yeah now there'd be some insurance but no, like the difference between the life you were imagining and what you're going to end up for yeah, night yeah, and day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, the hit that knocked Rod Tidwell out took 29 takes and three different stuntmen to get right. Wow. Ooh. No yeah. surprise. Uh, and then it turns out he wakes up and he's okay. Yeah. And now he appreciates everything. It's like he had like it's a wonderful life or went, you know, was visited by, by three football spirits or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And now he's going to keep football in his heart every day of the year. He's gonna play I like really he thought, to. I was like, are they going to go down the route where like the only thing that's going to wake him up is um, Jerry shouting, show me the yeah. money? Um, <laughs> uh, we get the, there's like a, a myriad of touchdown dances. Yeah. Uh, apparently Paula Abdul helped Cubigan Jr. choreograph his touchdown dance. Well, Incredible. She used to be a cheerleader, though, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Laker girl, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Jerry comes home, and as he's doing so, he walks on the divorce woman club, and just before he gets there, um, Dorothy said, maybe, I've been listening to you guys all along. Maybe I've been, I've been judgmental. I'm sorry. Maybe men are the enemy. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> She goes, but I still Still love the enemy. enemy. And she cleans up something behind the couch and crouches. And then in comes Jerry going, hello, I'm looking for my wife. And then she stands up and he goes, I'm not letting you get rid of me that easily. And she kind of avoids him and says, fine, we'll have our conversation here. Says how their company had a very big night, a very, very big night. But it wasn't complete because basically he's saying, because you weren't there. You weren't there to celebrate in it. And it's a lovely moment, and Tom's acting his socks off here. Oh, he's, I, he's tearing up. I was yeah. weeping at this. And he goes, yeah, I, was. I didn't weep here. I'll tell you when I did weep. I did. He oh. goes, I love you. And he goes, you complete me. And then he keeps going. She goes, shut up. You had, had me, me at hello. hello. 
Just, you had me at hello. Yeah. And then one of the random, this. as they make up, some random woman just goes, this is the best talking group ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Well, I was welling up so much. So you're obviously aware of the you had yeah, me at I'm, hello thing. I've been thing, aware of that for so but long. you didn't know where it was I from. I didn't realize it was ah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Renee Zellweger's famous line, you had me at hello, served as the inspiration behind Kenny Chesney. He's a country singer in the United States. Yeah. Very big superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1999 single with a similar name, you had me from hello, um, because they were married in 2005. Um, oh, sorry, six years later, they would marry. Zellweger married Chesney, only to have it annulled after four months. Oh. oh. I remember that, actually. Newsday asked Renee Zellweger if it took her several tries to the now famous line done correctly. She said, Cameron Crowe had me say it a few different ways. It's so funny because when I read it, I didn't get it. I thought it was a typo somehow. I kept looking at it. It was the right one. Sorry, I kept looking at it. It was the one thing in the script I was looking at going, is that right? Can that be right? How is that right? I thought, is there a better way to do that? Am I not getting it? I just don't know how to do it. Oh. And so eventually she obviously gets it. Good. Yeah. And then there is uh, the moment that got me. Actually, I think I've skipped over it. He comes out of the oh hotel yes. room, sorry, out of the dressing room. The media all surrounds him and is giving him exactly what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Where's Jerry? Where's Jerry?" And Jerry's over there. And he makes he goes through them, and they sort of share this like man hug. Yeah, and I like tear right up. Because I'm all about people in their moments of success kind of acknowledging or reaching out or wanting to share that with people who they feel helped get them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he could have been one of two different – he could have been the guy who forgets him, but he's not. He's loyal. We know he's loyal. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a big moment for me. And the second one for this is this crying show, which was referenced earlier. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not going to cry, Roy. (laughs) Because he's like, "You've, you've overcome so much. Your father dying at this age, and your mom doesn't, your brother losing his leg to a horrible bass fishing accident. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I got your contract. 11.2 million over four years. Now, now he'd be making like $18 million a year, but yeah. still. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I'm forgetting someone. I'm forgetting someone. He says, Jerry Maguire, my agent. You are my ambassador of Quan, which we haven't talked about. Quan's yeah, his no. word. Yeah. For, for coin. Zen, cool, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah. And so that was a cool moment as well. And then he's talking to a couple people in the backstage area uh, of this TV series. Oh, we didn't mention this as well. Bob Sugar. Yeah, he gets his comeuppance mm. because when they're oh, hugging yeah. by the <laughs> by when he comes out of the dressing room, some random meathead football player hits him and goes to Bob Sugar. Why don't we have a relationship like that? And Bob thinks about it and then goes in for this most insincere hug, and he gets like pushed away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, at the end of the movie, while Rod Tidwell's being interviewed on television, Jerry Maguire's congratulated by a lady. I said, you see her? You, guys you did, yeah. She is Olympic champion Katarina Witt. Oh. Ice skater. Oh, okay. Uh, she's standing next to Lee Steinberg, the inspiration for the title character. He's standing oh. next to Troy Aikman, who someone said, he looks like a football player. Yeah. When Wins gets over and we turn on the football, he's one of the commentators. Oh, oh he's, okay. he's one of the big deal commentators. He, wow. He's the lead guy for Fox now. But he, he was, when I said to you, uh, the Dallas game, yeah, yeah. I was like, those are real players. He was the quarterback for the other team. Oh, okay. You can kind of tell who's who. I feel like when you watch football commentary, well, soccer commentary over here, um, you know that they're ex-football players. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Gary Lineker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, 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 right. 
Oh, sorry. This is where we get all that stuff I talked about. Rod walks by the media masses, hugs Jerry. Sugar goes in. Marcy phones Rod, and oh, Jerry this, this got me. is inspired. Oh, no. I've just, I've just mixed a whole bunch of things up. Yeah. Don't mind me. Uh, Troy, I didn't see what happened. I had it at the wrong place with a person congratulating. I moved it and forgot the notes underneath it. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, this movie was based off of Lee Steinberg, the guy next to Troy Aikman. Um, and his ex-partner, David Dunn, tried to lure away many of Steinberg's contract uh, clients, just like Bob Sugar does in this movie. So. And then we find out there, uh, everyone's nice and happy, and Rod's going to get paid, and Jerry and Dorothy are in love, and they're walking with Ray, talking about the future. And then Ray grabs a ball and throws it way over the heads of some kids <laughs> playing baseball. You knew that was coming, though. And Jerry's got a plan. I mean, the time lapse on his arm as he throws it oh, is so sped up. But it's uh, and it, it's the idea that Jerry's got an idea, but he has access to the right people, and they can make. It. If he's got a love for the game, we can make it happen. And it's this is the most romantic comedy thing that happens in yeah, this movie. Absolutely. It's not the only like real like tee hee hee moment in the whole film. Mm. So that's it. So that is Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Uh, I continue to still really like it. I, I was in awe. I think it's aged well. I think it's mm. aged well. I, I quite like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember not having any problems with it before. And obviously I know all the quotes because you're used to hearing them. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this movie. And Tom Cruise is not bad in this at this all. This film really does hit the... Uh, hit the pop culture kind of in the mainstream. Like, show me the money. Mm. Uh, you 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 had me at hello, yeah. and you complete me. All became things in culture yeah, yeah, as a result yeah. of this movie. Yeah. So it's not a sign of a good script. I think three moments, and I'll tell you, the trailer was nothing but show me the money. Like they, yeah. they completely <laughs> used that for like almost all of the promotional material. They, they did. I don't blame them. It, it makes good. it it makes it feel like it's a different kind of movie if you lead with that. You think you're going yeah. in for that movie, but still. No, I, I, I really quite like it. Ethan, it was your first watch. Yeah, for a film which, when when you built up uh, last week, you were like, oh, it's Tom Cruise and it's sports, American football. I was like, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to like this because <laughs> I don't really care about that kind of thing. Uh, but this is a dialogue-heavy film, and for a film which is essentially just talking and talking and talking in different scenarios, I was on the edge of my seat at points because I was so transfixed into this film. I, I absolutely adored every second of it. It is a masterclass of, of uh, script writing. Wow. I think you liked it. Uh, no, I, I hate it. I think so. <laughs> uh, let's make sure I get this so I don't get in yeah. any trouble this week. We're in the end game now. And we are in the end yeah, game now. Uh, so I guess that just um, kind of goes, Liam, we need a random word, buddy. It's not a random word as such. It's a phrase. It's, all, it's always harder to get gifts of phrases, but what yeah. you got? Um, you had me at hello. You had me at hello. There you go, folks. What can you give. do with that? Are you just gonna give me the movie? What can you do with that? Yeah, you had me at hello, and then just be be creative with your gifts. I'll announce a winner next week. It's always fun yeah. to sort of do that. I'm I'm enjoying the gif off. It's it's kind of fun. <laughs> the yeah. gif off. So there we go. Uh, that would be at best film of her pod on the Twitter. If you want to get involved in that, make sure people know how they can be part of the fledgling fandom. Hey. There we go. The money, the money, the money. Fifty million dollar budget. Fifty. Probably the last time Tom Cruise had a budget that small on a film he was the undisputed lead in. Mm. I think most of them probably went to the. Uh, I'm just thinking like the Ma- Springsteen. <laughs> Mag- Mag- Magnolia would obviously be a smaller role for him. It's probably a smaller budget. Seems a more indie movie, doesn't it? Did you watch Magnolia over here? No. Really? 
The one where he's like a like like a, a, a guru who's like going to help you. It rains frogs. Hang on, that do sound familiar. Yeah, we'll talk about it off mic. So in, I don't in, even in, in the street. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm convinced it was a super long movie, and we were sitting there going, "How much longer is in this movie?" That, and we see? thought something was gonna. If I was for the round table, I'm sure you came over and we watched yeah, Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Yeah. Um. So money though, fifty million dollar budget. Ethan, what's it making? Uh, ooh, I want to say like one seventy five. One seventy five. He cheated. <laughs> Liam, what you got? Uh, I'm gonna say two thirty. 273.6. Liam takes the win this week. I'll take that. Uh, awards nominated for five Oscars. Wow. Okay, best original screenplay? Uh, yes. Uh, what else you got? I want to say best supporting for uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, it's like, like the country. Cuba. Cuba. Uh, Cuba was nominated for best supporting actor. Yeah. Uh, Renee Zellweger for best supporting actress? No. Ooh. Best can of my knowledge, she, can no. She, can she do... Can you do... Oh, I suppose she could be the... Uh, okay. She was not nominated. I would have corrected you. If you uh, were, oh, yeah. okay. But do you know where I was going with that? Yeah, it gets nominated for... I believe it's Tom Cruise and Cuba Gooding Jr. both get nominations. Oh, wow. Um, it gets nominated for Best Picture, Best Screenplay, and Best Editing. Oh, okay. The editing's well done. It is. It is good. Um, it wins one Oscar. What do you think? Screenplay. Screenplay. No. Oh. Cuba. Cuba. Well, yeah, good for good for Cuba. Yeah. Show me the money. Yeah, he became a pop culture icon based off this, and probably good. lived off it for a good decade. I can imagine. He's well, to be really, fair, I mean, he's very good in this. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is. And you hadn't really heard of him before, so it makes it easy to give him because you're like, I wasn't expecting this. No, yeah, that's no, true. So, um, of the five movies nominated for Best Picture in 1996, this was the only one from a major studio. Oh, how many of these have you actually heard of? Go on. Uh, we we've definitely actually we we've re- reviewed one that it was up against. Okay, so I will name you the other ones if you can see if you can guess the one it what, it, what we've we've done. Dangerous Minds, uh, Best Picture nominee. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets and Lies might be the most obscure one. Oh, I have heard it's, of it. It's about an adoption over here in the UK. Yeah. Uh, Shine. Mm, heard mm. of it. Jeffrey Rushman's Best Picture for it. It's about a piano mm. player. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, a little film that I can't stand that wins called. The English Patient. Ugh. Oh. And then for the other one, oh, you don't say, eh? Oh, we're uh, going to speak all Minnesota nice we are. Oh, Fargo. Fargo. Oh, oh incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Why do I start having Shrek in my head? <laughs> you don't know, eh? That's the, way, don't know. that's the way you do the accent, I think. What? I'm doing I'm doing Minnesota nice slash Canadian. I'm not doing yeah, I know, but it's having Shrek to me. My Shrek is Scottish. She's up, yeah, up well, yeah. it's a Canadian doing Scottish, but it's up here. It's not like, oh Minnesota nice, eh? My favourite part of Your Shrek Minnesota- is when he put Donkey in the wood chipper. <laughs> you sound just you know, that Minnesota uh, Minnesota nice? Yeah, it sounds very It's how Americans think Canadians sound. Okay, okay. Oh, don't be a hoser, eh? To me, you sound like um Shrek cross between Miss <laughs> Delphire. Oh, gosh, I hear Mrs. Doubtfire. It's all a lure of Doubtfire. That's her trying to be, that's him trying to do an English accent. Well, that is, <laughs> Reverend Bruce, that might be your worst English accent yeah. of the bunch. Um, so then we go, I mean, whose story is it? I mean, it's it's Jerry's, it's right? Jerry, yeah, yeah, Jerry's. His yeah. name's on the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the image is just his face. Yeah, that, wow. That's the movie poster. It's a profile shot of him laughing. That's all it, it is. It's good. It's good, though. Yeah. Um, what's the story here? Um... It's about loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, about loyalty being, and he, love. He even gets asked like, "Why are you still with her?" And he's like, "Yeah, I made a commitment." Even she's, "Why are you still with me?" I, 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 I mean, I made a promise. I have a mm-hmm. commit. And she's like, "You don't have to do it because of that." He says, "Yeah, I do." And it's about that idea that loyalty and what that means. Now, it also means making yourself part of that responsibility is making yourself available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, role of women in the film. Honestly, it's pretty good, and I'm going to say mainly because of Regina King's character. But I was going to go with Laurel, but Regina Laurel. King's character is fantastic as well. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah Laurel too. Laurel's yeah. good. And you know what? The little group of divorced women—they're not—they—they have not man haters. Yeah, they—they—they oh. they, 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 they have like a point where like the 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 holidays make me upset, but it's not like oh I hate all, all the couples. one who says I feel more divorced at Christmas. She yeah. doesn't say I feel like I need a man more at Christmas. Yeah. It's about being alone. It's not mm. about it's not about you know, needing that male yeah. thing. It's just the idea that no one likes to be alone, right? Yeah, true. It's it, it shows camaraderie solid, and solidarity within, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's great. No, I'm with you on that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. Yep. I mean, Rene, I mean, she's a little bit pandering to him to start with, but, you know, she has the balls when it comes to it. Yeah. It's, it's like any teen movie she's the where, one. like, the super cool popular guy finally pays attention to the nerdy girl. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then what does that mean? And is he really going to love you back? And does he really love you? Or is it something else? And Because she knows. She's stupid. There are layers to that as well. She even says, it's like, I was in a, was a, a marriage with, the, with the, the super cool guy who was awful to me. And now she gets a chance to rectify it. At least, at least he died. Yeah. yeah. At least he died. <laughs> it's true. It is. Uh, best character. Ooh. I know, right? Can Broad. we do honorable mentions? Yeah, go. there's only three of us. Go ahead. The little kid. He's fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he really steals smile. the show. Ray does steal the show. And he's brilliant. he had a very brief career. And now he's a, he's a big bodybuilder now, I think. He is, yeah. yeah. I want to give an honorable mention to Regina King. Because if I, if I could, I'd put the two of them together. Because they're a great pair. But her scenes are fantastic. Especially on the phone to uh, Jerry. It, it I like the bit hard. where she pulls him aside and makes it. She just moves his head from looking at Jerry to looking yeah. at her. Here's what we're going to do. Yeah, it's great. Nice. But no, I I I oh, I love Rod so much. He's just so he's so he, he's like he's a little lad who just want to have a, a great time and you the love he feels, you just feel it in every scene he's with his family and it is so perfect and idealized and it it's 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 an absolute dream and I think the performance is incredible. Okay. Have you, have you, okay. Now you've both named your honorables. You're gonna name who you actually oh, no, picked. Rod was my was my. Oh, Rob was your pick. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I want to go down the same route because um, Rod shows a lot of heart through this. He's a bit of an ass sometimes, you know, a bit loud mouth and everything else. But the core of it with his family, he's it's all about family mm. and loyalty to him. Um, I wanted to say him, but I think I'm going to go for. How many are you naming? You've named the <laughs> well, no. kid. You've named Jerry. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just agreeing with Ethan. All right. You know, if Ethan hadn't said him, I'd have said him. But I'm going to go with um, Rene. The only reason I'm going with Rene because I know you're going to go with Tom. Um, <laughs> That's all I'm going to do. You're going to go with Tom. I'm busy trying to. You know what I'm doing here? I'm trying to find critics because George is not here. So oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just multitasking right now. So, so, so absolutely, uh, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go with Rene only because Rene strikes me as a person that I I know. Um, I've met this character before, um, and she grows. She goes from being this girl who, or this lady that's pandering after this guy, this guy that she can never have. She finally gets him. She understands that it's more one way than the other, and then the tables turn. Okay. And she actually does get the man of her dreams that she wants for who she is, 
and not just because convenience. Oh, I'm really struggling here. It's between two. Mm. So I want to mention the Laurel because no one mentioned Laurel. So yeah, she is, yeah. she's yeah. really good in this. Everybody's really good in this. She's really funny as well, but not like in your face. It's just the comments make sense to that character. I want to go Rob, but I'm not going to because in the other day, I think Jer- Tom Cruise is Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Arguably his best acting performance. I forget where we went yeah. to when we did our real roundtable. I'm going to try and look that up before we get done here. But um, he's fantastic in the role. And it's those moments, and I think it's a pair of scenes. Really. I, mean, I mean, there's the comedy of Show Me the Money, which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixed with these two powerful scenes, the quiet fight in the back in the backyard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then him coming back with tears in his eyes Ugh. and that moment there. And you really are, whether you like Tom or not, you really do are invested. He is a film star. When he's on screen, you do look at him. This was during a stretch when he was trying to be a... Um, he was trying to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. You can and see it. Was 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 damn good at it. We actually ranked it we actually ranked this number three in our uh real round table. I, only two of us rated it because Ethan hadn't seen it, neither yeah. in Georgia. I'm very curious. I think it might have actually I think it based on Ethan's reaction, I think it would have pipped number one now. Yeah, oh, yeah. it definitely would have. And I think Georgia Georgia has promised she'll watch it and give us a number for next week. I think she'll you like know the it. Best I think she would really like it. I was like, do I watch Jerry Maguire or do I watch Cocktail? And I chose to watch Cocktail. Oh, did you really? I'm, I'm I'm ki- I'm Cocktail, I like Cocktail. Jerry Maguire is a better film. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm kicking yeah. myself because there is, there is an infinitely better film. So, Liam, you'd seen this and you just didn't rank it. I don't see it that. once. Oh, okay. Um, like I said, I've that might have it, been what you said when we did it. Actually, I've, come to think I've of it. seen it once, and I couldn't remember too much about it. I yeah. know the actual lines and scenes that yeah. people talk about, um, but I couldn't string the whole but thing no, together. I had it at two, and Ellie had it at one. So obviously, it's something that I that I really like. But it yeah. is it is Jerry. It I wasn't think something about. I could talk about at the time because I couldn't yeah. remember too much. So obviously, I thought it was Tom's second best movie of his career. Oh, I put Rayman, but I think I said on another day I could have flipped them. I mean, they really are both really strong. So they're Again, both characters that have big shift changes. Yeah, but very much so. Very, very much so. Both were actually a jerk at the start and yeah. finds heart. There we go. There we are. I think Tom Cruise used to be able to do that really well when he was young. I think you lose that as you age. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, um, he's sort of drifted more into like this cynical, uh, wise guy now. Yep. Yeah, he's a silent type now. Yeah. He don't shout as much, does he? Or run. I like it. I like his shouting. Best moment. Best moment. Ooh. Oh, can I have an honorable moment? So I was going to say, well, throwing your honorable at that point so I can keep track of it a bit better. Okay. Ethan? Uh, I, I think the script is absolutely fantastic here. Yeah, the, the, right. This is, uh, I've, I said it before, it's a masterclass of writing for a film which is about an agent who is not in the action at all of football and yeah. is just on the sidelines. The fact that every single moment I was gripped and intrigued and wanted to see how it continued, it, it, it was brilliant. The characterization of everyone, the, oh, fantastic. Okay, my honourable uh, moment was Kelly Preston feeding strawberries. <laughs> All right. Oh, and um, sorry, Michelle. Uh, but the other bit I liked, really, really liked, was when he came back and he realised that she's the one that he wants. Yeah. And she knows that she feels it this time. She didn't feel it the first time. Yeah, I mean, it was something about, obviously, it's when he's talking to, when Rod uses Jerry's phone to talk to his wife, and he's just breaking down. Yeah. And something clicks, and he just runs away and leaves his phone, and off he goes. Yeah. Um, and he, I think much like Rod has an awakening to how much he should love football, 
I think, because what happens if it had been taken away from him? I think he lays down there for a moment, just sort of gathering that. The same thing happens with Jerry and his relationship with Dorothy, where he yeah. thinks and goes, I mean, we're probably working really hard. I wonder if something's been cut. But yeah, mm, yeah. what am I losing if, if, if this is how it goes? I just love it. It's a really tender moment. And it's yeah. not really much said. It's also important that he never doesn't mention the kid at all no. in the speech. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, my honorable mention, because if you got one, I'm going to get one, is the soundtrack of licensed music in this. Yeah. yeah. Really, really strong. Uh, yeah. I, I mentioned Bruce a bunch of times, but Free Fallen was the right song at that time. Oh, yeah. The music in general, even when he gets fired, I think it's like Mr. Sunshine's playing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. It's just, it's, it's just really good. Um, I will go for my... I've talked about the moments already, two of them, so I don't really know. Uh, I will choose... I think I'll choose the fight in the backyard as my number one mm, scene. That is very good. Because they're both acting. Yeah. Mm. And it, all the other scenes I like, one person's just acting almost like a support for the person to act off of. Reacting to you. Or you have your turn, I have my turn, but this one is a bit more back and forth. Mm. So, But the quality of acting overall in this movie is very high. Very, very mm. good. And probably helps what's already an excellent script, and an excellent script probably helps what's already good acting performances. Yep, so, yep. yeah. You know, there was never a point where I was like, oh, the pacing's a bit off. This is like, for a two-hour and 18-minute film, it really no, went, it, it it really stayed the, the, the correct course and never felt And it's not, slow. it's not Little Miss Sunshine in the way that you've got characters who are in a, who, it's, it's a script-heavy movie, the script is very yeah. strong. Usually when films get nominated for best screenplay, A, I tend to like them. It just seems yeah. to be the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and important. B, but you're all about words anyway. I am all about words. Dialogue's but generally important. I have pages and pages and pages of notes. I didn't have as many in this because there are moments where the silence gets to speak in this movie as well. Oh, yeah. 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 And so that's uh, good. That scene where, um, uh, oh, uh, the kid, Ray, uh, joins them. And that's when like the, the everything drops and uh, she realizes, oh, it, it's not me. Yeah. Nothing, it, it's just, oh, it's perfect. It's just it's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there we go with that. Uh, Grumble. I really don't have one. Okay, for me, one of the grumbles I had, because I didn't quite get it, was the bachelor party and the ex-girlfriends saying about the intimate issues and yeah, stuff like that. It, it didn't really... It felt like it was a storyline that was a bit they dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because they mentioned the intimate issues. In the backyard fight, they talk about how he's not very good at opening up. Yeah. But it was like, I'm just going to repeat the things that we said in that first act yeah, moment. Yeah. It just didn't really... Oh, no. No, I'm with you there. Just in jail. Uh, mine's going to be, it felt like there were a few things that ever didn't need to be there mm. or have been edited down. Chad? Yeah. yeah. His intimacy, um, Jerry's intimacy issues. Jerry getting drunk as well. And the brother. And yeah. his need for it. Yeah. You could have written him out. It wouldn't have missed wouldn't him have at all. No. I will say, this is me being like really, really picky. The, the, the camera shots are very basic, which doesn't ruin it. It's just... No, cinematography's yeah. not, but not inspired. It's, no. it's, not always, it's not always important for this kind of, when it's the dialogue. But at the same point, I will argue Little Miss Sunshine. What, for having excellent cinematography? Yeah, excellent, oh, despite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because you got a low budget doesn't mean, and you got limited resources, doesn't mean you can't do the, yeah. the perfect shot. A lot of these weren't really perfect shots. They were just, they, they, were, was, they were there. What does that, the shot need to be? Okay, yeah. there it is. We, 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 we kind of gathered the action. So, Some Like It Hot. I love Some Like It mm. Hot. Mm. Very 
unambitious cinematography. Yeah. It just is. Mm. Uh, something I don't think I gave enough love to last week, and it may change my rating when we get to the besties. Ooh. I don't think I gave Ocean's Eleven enough credit last week for the cinematography in that movie. That is oh. very, very good, yeah. Very stylistic. I looked at a bunch of still shots after the fact. And I, thought, was I, get, I was just looking at these shots and going, even the gifts. Mm. I was like, these things are all shot. Like the bit where Clooney comes up out of the, the escalator yeah. or Brad Pitt staring at the bar staring. He's perfectly framed. It just looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think there'll have to be a change for me when we do that one. I'm leaning that way. It's not, it's not that long till we do it. So yeah, I need to be bumping up Ocean's Eleven. So we are now at that time for, is this anybody's best role ever? Ooh. We talked about Tom to some degree. Yeah. Ethan, I'm curious. Where does this stand now in your Tom Cruise repertoire? I think this is probably, out of all the Tom Cruise films I've seen, probably my favorite. I'll remind you, you had Edge of Tomorrow as your number one. I'm Edge of Tomorrow, idiot. Eyes Wide Shut, yeah. A Few Good Men were your top three. I think, because I think I go from enjoyability, and I think Tom Cruise is great in Edge of Tomorrow, but Edge of Tomorrow has nothing on a film like this where Edge of Tomorrow is, it's Tom Cruise. It's, he's, he's having a good time. This is Tom Cruise. He's he's giving just a spectacle. It is fantastic. Yeah, for for about a decade after Rayman, he decided he wanted to act. Yeah, and he's really quite good at it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a shame that he's now like the, he tries to do the blockbusters like the the Jack Reacher. I, I want I want more serious. Is again. this his only? Is this his only Oscar nomination for a best actor? He might have been best supporting actor, but I guess his only one for best actor. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Let me just take a look here. Um, I liked him better in um, Last Samurai. I haven't awesome. seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen oh, it. So good. But I love him in um, Few Good Men. Great. Oh, I forget about that as well. Great little movie. Especially, oh, when, you're, especially when you're up against like Jack Nicholson mm. and you're holding your own. It's pretty pretty damn good. You know? So Tom, Tom's got a few out of the can his, that I think His be. prerogative now is what's the biggest stunt I can do? Well, he's a producer now. So yeah. actually it's more about so, box office yeah, than yeah, anything yeah. else. Uh, nominated for Best Actor Apologies. He has two of them, Born on the Fourth of July. That's the one. Not nominated for For Rain Man. My apologies there. Yeah. Uh, two acting ones for Jerry Maguire and Born on the Fourth of July, and then a Best Supporting for the previously mentioned Magnolia, oh, there we are. <laughs> which he was very good in. So Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, actually, he was w- very good in. I wouldn't say it's Cuba Gooden Jr.'s best role. Oh, I absolutely no, would. No, 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 no. What are you putting out of this? Men of Honor. Wait, is this the one where he gets like the diving suit on yeah. and De Niro drops him in the water? Yeah. Okay, I've never seen it, but. It's brilliant. All right. Honestly, um, brilliant. Out of all the Cuba Gooding Jr. films Cuba. I've seen, Cuba. Do I not say that? You say Cuba. Cuba. I'm Cuba. blaming my accent. You want Cuba, like 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 Cuba. Like, like, like like a pool Q. Q. You know what the thing is, though? I hear it and I'm like, oh. The letter Q. Yeah, Cuba. I, I, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, I swear I'm saying Cuba. Um, I've done it again. But uh, from all the films I've seen, this is his best role. If I include television, no. What do you what I'm saying? Oh, Jason, I th- he's, um, he was, he's phenomenal he's in OJ. Good. I mean, it, it depends what you need for your, from your biopics. If you need yeah. him to be anything like OJ Simpson, then no. As far as like... Does he play OJ Simpson? He plays OJ Simpson, yeah. but oh. basically his acting's very good, but he doesn't sound like OJ Simpson. He doesn't oh, look like OJ Simpson, okay. but he's in the title role. It's a shame because everybody else kind of actually becomes who they're supposed to be. Yeah. And Cuba's like... He's not playing himself. It's a very good performance, but he's not OJ. Uh, is it Schwimmer or um, Schwimmer? Yeah, is he? Is he Schwimmer and Travolta are both really? Yeah, good Yeah, which one of them is Robert Kardashian? Because that who it, Kardashian is Schwimmer. Oh, because Schwimmer's he's, great. He's in that. good in that. Yeah, Travolta and was it Laura Paulson as well? She's great. She she I think she's the prosecution. Yeah, Marsha Cross. Yeah, yeah. 
if you haven't seen it, we should. Yeah, it's, you, you oh, really yeah. actually for someone who's got a bunch of nineties nostalgia, like, like, like I, like, you remember all the stuff. Mm. Oh, it's it's great. I remember that Bronco go down the highway. Yeah, me too. I remember yeah. watching it. Yeah, same. Um, I think it's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s best. I put an honorable mention to um, uh, oh, he's great in Outbreak. Yes. Yeah, he's in that with uh, Hoffman. Yes, and Rene Russo. Do you remember that one he did with um, Paul Hogan, Lightning Jack? No. Where he played the mute. <laughs> he didn't no. say a single word the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> he just reacted. And I never saw radio, but radio felt to me like he was dying for an Oscar nomination. Oh, I ain't seen that. Radio's where he plays someone with some sort of um, disability. Oh, okay. Because, uh, um, you know, I Am Sam had just come out and Forrest Gump had just oh, won. Have you seen yeah. I Am Sam? Yeah. Oh. That's a long dredge of a movie. Oh, no, it's good. Oh, it sucks. Oh, <laughs> and I love me a Beatles song. So, yeah. Oh. Um, I, anybody else? See, I... Is it Zell, is it, I mean, Zellweger, it's really hard. She's got, talk about someone who you could do a real roundtable on. Zellweger's do, done yeah, a lot of stuff. She's good. I haven't seen Cold Mountain. Oh, I haven't seen To that be either. fair. No. Uh, I think I like her in Bridget Jones. Oh, I love Bridget Jones. Um, I think I like her better in Chicago. I'm, I'm with Ellie. I love Bridget Jones. <laughs> I like Chicago. It's um, great in that. I like Down with Love. Yeah. I can yeah. totally do a roundtable on Renee Zellweger. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I haven't seen enough of Regina King stuff. I think this... Like, oh, okay. no, you can't yeah, yeah. King stuff. No. I think this is the best role that Glenn Fry's ever played. Yeah, we haven't mentioned Glenn Fry's on this. From the Eagles, yeah. Yep. Um, so there's that. Um, I guess now we're just down to... I never want to hurt my age. What's my age again? What's my age again? And if George is not here, the uh, role of that will be played by Ethan. I thought it usually is me. What, the age game? Yeah. You're thinking reviews. Oh, it is? Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go, yeah, like, go for it. Is, old age is kicking in. There's a mistake. I think I feel so powerful now. To be fair, when it's, it's, not, when it's not me, I'm just glad for the breaks. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here just like downing Gatorade. <laughs> what you got? Uh, on, much bud. like Tom Cruise is a pretty short list, but we've got uh, Tom Cruise first. Okay. Ooh. I appreciate the joke. I see what yeah. you did there. Hang on. He's 90, 96, isn't it? Yeah. I think you said he's 96 for a second. 30, 36. All right, I'm going to go... I'll go 35. Liam's on the money, 36. Wow. Show you the the money. money. Show me the money, indeed. Next, we've got Cuba Gooding Jr. There we are. 28. Oh, that's a really good number. Mm. I'm again going to guess... Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to go, oh, yes, I am. Oh, I don't know. You can do the same as me. I'm on 27. Yeah. Liam again, twenty eight. Wow! Ooh, I gave you. The I, sh- I should just, I should just like tap out. Just go, that's just not my day. You accuse me. I'm going through the end zone. You're like Ron Tidwell. You're catching everything today. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got Renee Zellweger. Oh, Ooh. that's different with that face now. Twenty four. Right? Yeah, I mean, no, she looks very different. Yeah, yeah. twenty three, twenty seven. Oh, I took that one. We got Regina King. Oh, jeez. I don't know. 32. Um, 30. 25. Really? Wow. Wow. And finally, Jamie. How many kids is she supposed to have yeah. at this point? Two. Two, but the oldest is how old? 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know. 
we're Rod, gonna, we're gonna Rod, question. Rod is loyal. We found that out. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we got Jay Moore, so Bob Sugar. Bob Sugar. I love Jay oh, Moore, who's really good in the slime yeah, ball. Yeah, he role. is. He is. Thirty-three. I'll go. I'll go twenty-seven. Twenty-six. Yeah. Really oh, okay. No, no, Jonathan Lip Lip Nikki, huh? No. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. He's gonna be like five, six, six. I'll just yeah. say. I didn't oh, even, fine, th- I didn't even think no, about fine. that. Yeah. Whatevs. Um, all right. So let's take a look, shall we? At some critics. Some critics. Uh, I've got Dwayne Burge from the Hollywood. You didn't prepare anyone, thing, did you? Uh, no. Okay. Dwayne Burge from the Hollywood Reporter, who says, on the jock front, Gooding is so believable in his role as Jerry's selfish, pea-brained wide receiver client, but the Dallas Cowboys might consider signing him to compliment Michael Irvin. That's a very sort of timely kind of uh, re- Joke. review because he was like a contemporary at that time. Oh, I okay. totally get this r- reference. Michael <laughs> Wilmington, really succinct. I like Crow's movie. I mostly enjoyed this one. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he got paid to write that. Uh, Joe Morgenstern from the Wall Street Journal says, uh, it's hard to believe this frantic self-congratulatory affair was written and directed by Mr. Crow, the man who did say anything in singles. Two films notable for their modest modesty and tact. Singles is great. Singles is a good film. Yeah. That's what I'm, is that Matt the one? Dillon and Bridget Fonda, isn't it? Oh, no. Okay. Maybe I don't remember it. No, I'm thinking Swingers. Sorry, yeah, you got uh, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, uh, what's his name from uh, Mando, the director, Favreau oh, and yeah. uh, Vaughn. Mm. Uh, let's take a listen to uh, the godfather of film reviews himself, Roger Ebert, Eeps. who said, there's a couple of moments in Jerry Maguire where you want to hug yourself with delight. One comes when a young woman stands up in an office where a man has just been fired because of his ethics and says, yes, she'll follow him out of the company. The other comes when she stands in her kitchen and tells her older sister that she really, truly loves a man with her whole heart and soul. Both of these moments involve the actress Renee Zellweger, whose lovability is one of the key elements in a movie that starts out looking cynical and quickly becomes a heart warmer. Oh. He concludes... Um, Somewhere along in there, I began to feel that the writer-director, Cameron Crowe, had bitten off more than he really needed to chew. The screenplay knows enough about sports agents to make that the subject of the whole film, and enough about romance, too. But there are so many subplots that Jerry Maguire seems too full. Less might have been more. Um, Oh, sorry. It wasn't the very last bit. Let's just finish this. Um, still the film is often a delight especially when Cruz and Zellweger are together on the screen he plays McGuire with the earnestness of a man who wants to find greatness and happiness in an occupation where success only really counts she plays a woman who believes in the guy she loves and reminds us that true love is all about idealism Um, but Cuba Gooden Jr. so strong in Boys in the Hood is fine here in a much different role finally the movie is about transformation about two men who learn how to value something more important than money and two women who always knew. Oh, he's the master. He's the master yeah. for a reason. And really he is. is. Oh. Yeah, Boys in the Hood for uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Never seen it. So Great there we go. Movie. John, John Stapleton? Movie. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about one more critic here, which is Renee Zellweger, who called oh. the movie one of the greatest films of all time. Might be a little biased, love, but yeah, yeah. fair enough. Tom Cruise says it was a beautiful experience. I thought you were going to be like, he said it was okay. <laughs> says, I don't remember working with Renee Zellweger on the film. <laughs> Who's she? Who's she? Uh, so finally, we've got here, let's take a look. I put out the fleece looking for our critics here. 
is Jerry Maguire, a great film, good film, okay film, or poor film. Uh, in third place, tied, okay and poor film. Each of 8% of the vote, 36% say good film. We must pick good films because, once mm. again, the winner with 48% of the vote is great film. And we've got the following thoughts. Alex from Main Street Finance says, From Show Me the Money to You Have Me at Hello, this is a film that hits your emotions from several directions in a very good way. Fantastic performances by the cast, although this is a movie for women to trick men into watching a romantic movie because, quote, it's about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my sister, Kirsty says, hey, apart from good quotes and a cute kid, I can't stand this movie. The oh. relationship between Tom Cruise and Renee Zellweger isn't healthy whatsoever. Before they get married, Renee Zellweger says Jerry loves her kid and really likes her. That's after they get married, actually, Kirst. Mm. Not a great way to start a marriage. No. I must admit, Tom Cruise sure looks good, though. <laughs> Friend of the podcast and poet laureate, Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith says, I can't understand why he released that mission statement or why he got fired for it. But what ensues is brilliant from show me the money to that speech. It has so much heart. The chemistry between Cuba and Tom Cruise is electric. Something we should have talked more about. Maybe. Mm. Oh yeah. Cause they're very, very good, good they're together. They bounce off each other. Great. Mm. Tom and Renee are both so perfectly cast and the kid is super cute. Super great. Josh, your next favorite movie says, haven't actually seen this, but I remember in the nineties, they would reenact movies with monkeys in the role. And he's got a, a <laughs> link there. I am literally just going to retweet that out right now. There it is done. Um, Unofficial, official, official, unofficial troll of the podcast. Maybe Lestat. Hey, Lestat. Hey. Love you, dude. Good movie. Great script. Ooh, well done, bud. Short uh, look, and sweet. Right tell you what, right twice a day, even shorter, maybe even sweeter. <laughs> Jay Salahi. Hey, Jay says, Hey, Jay. It's fantastic. Um, somebody else go hey (laughs) good Eh. (laughs) a friend of the podcast says it's a film i remember enjoying quite a bit but not a film i feel particularly drawn to as far as i remember everything is in its right place it just doesn't resonate with me uh, the penultimate review comes from uh, Ed from the Film Effect Podcast. Says, "Love this movie. I think it's one of Cameron Crowe's best films. Although I'm a big Vanilla Sky fan, eh. so that ought to tell you where my head's at. The cast is really great, though. Saw it in the theater with my mom 25 years ago. Did anybody think you guys were on a date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and then finally, I got to find a uh, a, d- a double uh, sort of review that came through just before I put the poll up. It's what reminded me to actually do it." was from a friend of the podcast, our own chaplain himself, Reverend Bruce, says, the best moment of Jerry Maguire, serendipitous moment from real life, Drew Bledsoe being signed by the Patriots for $42 million. In 2001, he got replaced by someone we know and love who played for 20 years and won six Super Bowls. Tom Brady. Yeah. So really more about just talking about his football, but thanks so much, Reverend Bruce. Now we know how they thought of it. In a minute, we're going to share how we thought of it. But just one more time, we want to remind you that our Patreon goes live ah, January yeah. the 1st. Yeah. In a subtle way, we might be saying, show us the money if you're so inclined to help support <laughs> the podcast, of course. Um, we got all the tears. We'll wait for Georgia to come back next week on number 100. We'll go through it in some detail. But if you actually want a chance to go ahead and crack on with us in the end game and pick the film we choose, that is an option available to you at our most recent final tier that we've named, the $20, 20, sorry, 20 British pound, apologies, 20 British pound, yeah. BFF of the BFE. Ooh, that's a mouthful. That's all right. 
I love alliteration. It's not alliteration, is it? It's the other well, one. Well, it's kind of alliteration and kind yeah. of kind of repetition almost. Yeah. But yeah, it works out well. Um, we'll go ahead and we'll go through all of them next week on number one hundred. Because yeah. I feel next week's we may have less to talk about. I'm not sure if we will or not. But oh. what are our ratings on this one? What are our ratings? So Liam, as always, we start with you. I ain't really gave this much thought to be honest with you. Um, I really do like this movie. Um, it gets me in the places where it's supposed to. There are a few little niggly bits that annoy me. Um, I think I'm going to give this a solid eight. Eight. Eight little kids swinging <laughs> in between Tom and Renee's arms. <laughs> Now, you're not really going to tell me you came up with that on this. It's just off the cuff. That, feel, that feels like that had been planned in advance. No way. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ethan, I'm really curious to hear yeah. yours. I really, really like this. And despite like all my naysaying of, oh, the shot types aren't the best, still, the 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 acting, the, the script, everything about this, bar the shots, are just incredible. And I, I, I love it. I... I well up at many, many parts of this. I really felt every character's pain at points, and there's no, there's no real bad guy, and I like there's no antagonist other than well, like Sugar, but that's obvious. But everything else, I don't hate anyone, I don't dislike anyone. I just feel a sense of warmth by the end, and for that, I'm giving it. Nine sunglasses out of ten. <laughs> All right. I need to come up with better ones. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just respect you enough to say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Eight solid. Show me the monies. <laughs> Show me the spondulies. That would have been that would have been all right. All right. <laughs> I had this movie lower, and in talking about it, I bumped it. Um, because I thought actually, I think I have it right where I thought I was going to have it when we started. Maybe. I forget. Because I think when I go in, I'm thinking, oh, it probably feels like this kind of a movie yeah. this week. Uh, things I remember, uh, probably the performance of Tom Cruise, probably the performance of Renee Zellweger, probably I like the script. Mm-hmm. Maybe the energy of Cubigan Jr. in a couple of big scenes. I think I forgot how likable he is throughout this film. Yeah. I definitely either didn't remember or didn't appreciate at the time Regina King's performance. Same. Um, I think I forgot how strong the script is overall. Mm. And as a result, uh, I think I forgot just how darn cute this kid is. Yeah. I think I went, yeah, he's got a couple of lines. I think I went, yeah, he's got some lines. No, the kid's performance is fantastic. Phenomenal. Um, I'm with, there's some, you know, it's not, it's not the best movie ever made. I think, you know, in the, in the list it was at, I, I, I would choose Fargo to win over this for oh, best picture. Yeah. Uh, but it's still a fine piece of cinema. So I'm going to go with eight and a half free pairs of Reeboks on my way out the door <laughs> out of ten. Nice. And I actually, picked, I, I called Ethan's nine. Yeah. I had that typed in. I was going between eight and a half and nine, but like, okay. I think nine is perfect for someone like my only issue is like the shots aren't artistic. Yeah, and I'll say yeah. this much. 25, I, there's I don't not think it's, much wrong with it. I don't, no. it's, I don't think it's aged badly either. No, I I mean, there's no, there's no bits where I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. There's nothing that I'm like, oh, socially, I'm not sure about this. Mm. If anything, I like it more. Yeah. You know, with with our heightened awareness on a few issues, I'm like, I'm totally down with this. And also the fact the film from 1996 where the woman is the one who is sort of in control of, like, approaching the relationship. Yeah. It's uncommon then. Absolutely. It's it's 
weirdly progressive. And also, there's a lot of cameos. Yeah, within both the sporting world and yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. I forgot all about all those. <laughs> so, all that's left for us to do then is talk about what we're doing next week for oh, episode. I have been excited about 100. Oh, I'm excited. Century. Sometimes, sometimes doing this podcast has felt a little bit of a of a wow is this really happening yeah is yeah. this really kind of we set out to do something and this feels almost too good to be true almost like it's not real almost like someone has to offer me a red pill or a blue pill oh! the matrix for episode 100 we are plugging in and jumping into the matrix wow oh, that's perfect can we follow the white rabbit we do follow the white rabbit with us next week because a we've got the matrix coming out anyway with we a new have. movie which is uh, against every bit of my inner judgment i'm excited for it i, I think it's gonna be good because oh, two was two was full of promise that didn't go anywhere and three saw you ever think about it right that was such a big hit and not expected to be right they just churned out oh, two I know. movies I know. just to cash in on it i've never realized seen it was so You've bad never seen the matrix oh. okay i've wanted to for so long and it was, it was oh, sorry, never it was never available so and there was a point like we're gonna do this on the podcast at some point it's so gonna wait. we're gonna have a couple of sp- I'll, I'll talk about some stuff about our content we've done over the first hundred yeah. episodes and we'll have some stats and yada 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 but we're not going to do anything from the community because we've got our, our Christmas party coming up and then we've got our uh, our birthday in March. So we'll leave those to be the things that they've always been. But we're, we're going to take a slight look back and I'm going to count down from 99 to 1 throughout the course of the episode, our top 100 films, where Matrix will be number 100 somewhere in that list at the end of I, the night. I wonder what number one will be. <laughs> hmm. I know what number one is. I know what number 99 is. The stuff in the middle is a bit of a, a, bit, a bit foggy in my head right now. Yeah, But that is... That. So I'm really excited about a hundred episodes. The Matrix felt like a good one. When it's it, a nice oh, one to pick. It's a nice one for the. Yeah, it just happened to stick. I went, do I have to do anything special? I saw it. I went, nope, that works. It works. So yeah, a hundred is right. So join us next week. Plug in. Choose the blue pill or the red pill. Whichever one makes the steak taste good is the one that I'm picking. <laughs> mm. Do you remember when we did that um, Alice in Wonderland Underground? Yes. Thing. We had a similar thing, didn't we? You know, drink the the thing or take the pill or yeah and you went in different directions didn't you well yeah i mean there's a lot of alice Wonderland imagery in the matrix in it yeah that's i think that's why i love it so much well the yeah. new trailer is literally like the the song they play is white rabbit oh, that was a really yeah. great song yeah. uh this was the first DVD, this was the first dvd i ever saw wow. was it yeah and it was a huge dvd like it was like the, it was the perfect dvd to show off what dvd could do i can imagine because yeah. well, a white, all, a white rabbit stuff, a white it? rabbit would flash up on the screen and if you hit it it would show you a behind the scenes featurette That's right, yeah. on how it was done and then it would take you back to the movie yeah. in a way that only blu-rays really do now because yeah. you would have to wait for like 10 seconds yeah. for the clip to load but it was worth it yeah, oh, yeah. world changing world change and, and the camera it changes the, yeah the fight scenes. so influential i mean if ethan if you think you I've pick seen, up on yeah. on like um dialogue and bits that became sound bites what yeah. you're gonna notice from this is gonna be all the influences it's had on God, all the, the other the, films the amount of memes i've seen which i'm like i know i know that's that's the matrix yeah. or like even even shrek they'll the, the, blow your yeah. mind uh, I'm, I'm really when you start thinking deep into this yeah. it, it really is a, a twist in the melon kind of mm. movie there's like a six minute segment that's like insane but again we just we just can't talk about it, yeah, without no, no, seen no, no. it. oh i'm so excited so that's what we're doing next week folks so excited, can't we? uh yeah yeah we'll put mm. the poll up if i can remember first thing sunday or even saturday a, i'll get it up 24 hours in advance it's the 100th episode people 100th, 100th episode. episode so honestly tell me now what did you ever think we'd do 100 104 reviews no Mad, no not it? me and you 
Crazy. <laughs> I thought you might have given up like 12 in. <laughs> 12 in. And then I'd have done something. I don't know. A lot of question. Once, once, once Ethan got around the periphery, I kind of went, I'm probably good for a while. <laughs> Ethan yeah. likes to talk movies, so I'm, I'm yeah, all right. I, I, I love that it's lasted 100, 100 episodes and a 100 full reviews, uh, just under two years and everything that, that's occurred. And people do happen to say some really nice things about the pod. Mm. Other people with film podcasts say really nice things about the pod. Yeah. And that's really nice to hear uh, when people who try who are doing the same thing we, that we're doing, they're trying just like we're trying to try and you know get, get your name out there and have a voice. And when they go, I really dig what you guys do. That's, that's just fantastic. I said it once, I'll say again. I never thought we'd have what we have today. The community is incredible. Yeah, community. You're part of the Fudging Phantom. Thank you so much. It was about yeah. your support. It's it's a lot easier to log on and, and and go ahead and record these things, and for me to edit these things, knowing it's out there, knowing yeah. there's someone listening to it, knowing that I'm going to hear from. I mean, n- n- name the regulars, but it would be. I'm going to hear from Julene. I'm going to hear from Russell the Posty. I'm going to hear from Dwayne Smith. Dwayne Smith. I'm going to hear from Hermes. I'm going to hear from Reverend Bruce. Yeah. I'm going to hear. Like we have so many now. Like it used to be like, here's our one or two people. We've probably got about a dozen people who regularly contribute on, on a really granular level all the time. Uh, Ed from the film effect, you know, Josh, mm. my next favorite movie. I, mm. I, I, don't, I don't, if I haven't said your name, please don't feel left out. It's just, you know, we're really fortunate to be in the boat that we're in. Mm. And we are very, very, very thankful for you guys listening. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you know, so, we wouldn't be here today if you wasn't. Yeah. So. So uh, if anybody out there is going, hey, I really appreciate you guys getting to 100, uh, it will be really cool. Just tell someone about the podcast. Share yeah. it. Share it. Share it with someone who's like, oh, I need a podcast. Or someone who's like, oh, all the, all the film podcasts you listen to are kind of pants, besides yours, of course. <laughs> I um, love how we've grown. When yeah, you listen oh, to yeah. our first episode and you listen to... Well, like quality or just kind of uh, format. Quality, format, Ooh. everything. How yeah. everything's just evolved. Things still evolving. Yeah. You know? So I don't know exactly what we'll do next week. We might cut down the shout-outs ever so slightly because I, I think 100 episodes is a good chance of a bit of a retrospective about the journey we've been on. Yeah, you know? I think so. And I think maybe we'll just scale it down. So next week, if you don't hear your usual shout-out, it's, no, it's, it's, it's no effect. We might still do the regular. I don't, I don't know. But uh, I, I, it's always good to sort of think about the journey. Can you remember the dreadful Zoom calls? <laughs> I remember your dreadful Zoom yeah. call. <laughs> That's what Dude, I mean. it would take me, like, no word of a lie, like, it would take me longer to, like, far longer because every, like, four seconds your phone will go oh okay and i had to edit every one of those out do you know i think i would you know looking back i think i know what it is now don't tell me this i, I think it was <laughs> i think it was my headphones no because we tried a couple different pairs of headphones oh okay no uh, it was it was rough yeah. so if we could survive that we we, we oh, could yeah. survive anything so, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah i mean we survived the, the rule of six the lockdown the next lockdown <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember, remember what big, how big of a deal it was when we all got to sit around the table again? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah. To th- how quickly we get used to, to that not being the case mm-hmm. and being able to do it again and the restrictions being gone. So anyway, that's it for us. Please yep. catch us next week when we follow the white rabbit down the rabbit hole, I suppose, yep. and into the Matrix for next week. For next week. <laughs> See, the format is already yep. changing. For best film ever, I've been in. I've been Liam. And I've been Nathan. And Liam, earlier you accused me of not having heart. No heart? I'm all heart, mother <laughs> <laughs> Well, show me the heart. Well, <laughs> show me the heart. What is this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop. <laughs>